fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe! G.I. Joe is there! It's G.I. Joe against Cole the enemy, fighting to save the day. He never gives up, he's always there, fighting for freedom over land and air. G.I. Joe! G.I. Joe is there! G.I. Joe is the code name for America's daring, awesomely trained, awesome mission force. Its purpose to fight Cobra because they're terrorists. Look, I think I'm over explaining it. The bad guys are snakes and the good guys are army people. He never gives up. He'll stay till the fight one. G.I. Joe will dare. G.I. Joe. G.I. saw that that x movie oh yeah uh, x-men from 2000 the brian singer film yep i was so happy that they yeah. put those guys in cool leather outfits yeah and didn't make them wear cheesy superhero suits right. you know what i'm saying speaks to my uh leather daddy fetish that i have as well so See, that I was don't nice know yeah. necessarily spoke to mine or maybe hmm. created it hmm. is, is what it could have been sort of a chicken Man. or the egg conundrum right there maybe that's fair no no, I saw that smutty Hugh Jackman uh, in, in leather. That'll saw that something to anybody. That smutty porno slasher. I gave that one five stars. I gave it five ninja stars for X. My favorite horror movie I've seen in a long time. I gave it uh, about a three. About a three. About a three. Three slasher knives. That's uh. That's yeah. not. That's not so great. No. Somewhere in the middle. Uh. Just kind of was to me, you know? No, it was, it, was, it was like you were right back in the 1970s, is what it felt like. Just transported you right back. Yeah. But in which case, I would have rather been watching, you know, Texas Chainsaw. Now, they got a killer gator sequence in this? Yes, I saw. There's all sorts of titties. I'd rather watch great. that other. Doing great stuff. Toby Hooper killer gator one. The boobs were uh, nice. Eaten Alive. That's the that one. One's, that one's not so great. No, it is great. I just watched that again a couple weeks ago. I know. It's a good movie. It's, uh, not as, not as, it's, it's a lesser motel hell, mm. I would say. I'd rather be watching motel hell. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was uh, built up too much in my head. Mm, possibly. Next week, uh, or it? this week, I yeah. guess. We're getting close on it. Two movies I want to see coming out on one day. I can't... Uh, Remember a time that's happened. It's certainly been pre-COVID, for yeah. sure. That's going on. So You said uh, The Northman? We got The Northman, the new Robert Eggers joint. Yeah. Ro- also, what about, uh, is Robert Hammers doing anything? I'm not certain who that is. Ham and Eggers? R- Rogers and Hammerstone. Ha- the ha- Roger Hammers and Eggers? Also, that uh, fourth wall, whatever, meta Nick Cage playing himself oh, as a yeah. secret agent movie comes out. With the Mandalorian. Looks Him and the Mandalorian. Just whooping it up. Doing secret agent stuff. Just whooping it up. I'm going to see both those things probably. It's going to be a big week for me. 
watching movies. The Batman. Just like the old days. The Batman just dropped oh, on yeah, HBO. That got, that's streaming at home. Yeah. Have, you, have you watched that one yet? Uh, the wife won't let me watch it until the weekend. That's on, a weird policy. What, on you're account of its adult, three-hour runtime? It's a school night. You can't be watching Batman. You're not going to watch it all in one sitting. It's a three-hour movie. It's, uh, it's going to be better for you if you break it up. I'm, I'm telling you right now. Well, that's fine. I guess I'll do it. It's a real long movie. I tried to say, like, we could just watch it, you know, hour and and a half, half. one night, you know. That's how I'd do it for sure. I'm not going to blot out a whole weekend. It's supposed to be like 80 degrees this Saturday. Well, yeah. You're watching three hour long Batman movies? I don't Uh, think so. No, maybe on like a Sunday night. Maybe. It's probably going to rain every day, except looking at that seven day. Saturday, I'm just going to. Just get drunk in my backyard. Shitty weather. Starting just, at noon. It's everywhere. It's, it's nonstop. Yeah. Didn't rain yesterday. I uh, went on mm, a nice bar no. crawl. I was walking around, oh. checking out some neighborhoods. Where about? Uh, I was up in that Logan Square area, mm. seeing mm. Well, what kind of new bars have opened since the pandemic. Dang. I haven't been around. There's a couple decent ones, but uh, I've just kind of learned that yeah, I can't really do things like that anymore. Like, no? Uh, no. Just, Why? Going out, eating restaurant meals, and like drinking fancy cocktails. Just gives you the diarrhea. Yeah, the next day I just, exactly, shit. Yeah. The, today I shit for the entire first half of the day. I just yep. spent the day shitting. That's how the rest of us live. Just gotta, you know, drink nutrient shakes and stick to straight whiskey now that I'm huh. past 40, as it turns out. Huh. You get start eating things with lots of different ingredients in it. Yeah. Your body's just like, oh, whoa, 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 man, there's too much going on. Yeah. Let's just shit all this out immediately. Right. Yeah. Can't be handling all this stuff. Yeah. That's how the rest of us live. Welcome. Okay, good. It's terrible. Great to be here. You got a, what do you got? Pepsi? Uh, you a, a Pepto guy? You oh, a, no, I don't, I don't have any medications here. No? This is, this is, this is a bachelor pad, man. What do you think? I'm going out to the drugstore? I don't know. Buying stuff at the drugstore? Nope. You get wounded on these grounds, that's it for you. you only You're probably going to end up dying. You only buy things you can purchase at Think I got stops. a Band-Aid? There ain't any Band-Aids in this house. No. The only Band-Aid is that fucking liquor cabinet in there. No, that's all you need. You know what I'm saying? That's all you need, brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Holding it together. Hey, we're holding it together. It's beer, beer, oil, and blow. Beep. Yeah. Awesome. It's a circus extravaganza. I know, I'm pumped for it. We talk about your favorite clowns and uh, get a laughs all and that shit, man. all this shit with the bears eating John Candy's head. I'm one half of your hosts. I am Matt O. With me, as always, he is the Britney Snow to my kid mm. Cuddy. He is. Ahoy, ahoy, everybody. I got to tell you, Kid Cudi was really laying some pipe in yeah. the movie. He got to bang like every girl on the cast. Yeah. That's a great little role. But when he was auditioning for that one, he had both fingers crossed. I'm claiming. It's be great for me. I'm claiming I, I lay pipe on everybody in this cast. Oh. That's what I was saying. This podcast? Yeah. Oh, that's not great for me, as well, it turns out. Prison rules, pal. Matt, it's the month of April, and we've been celebrating all sorts of significant dates. It's what been what we're doing. Uh, Spring is finally. Funnily enough, uh, we happen to be recording it today, Bridge right now. Uh, just to keep it in mind. Yes, sir. Four twenty, man. Hell yeah! High holiday, bro. Uh, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, Fuck yeah, bro! Everybody, you know. It's, yeah. Did you partake, bro? Well, I wouldn't really 
partay? What? What would I do to celebrate Hitler's 133rd birthday? <laughs> like, I'm not going to go out there. And, I don't do a little painting. Do? There's not really any Holocaust museums around here or anything. That the I Heil go Holiday, to, not uh, the High Holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Heil yeah, Holiday? So, yeah. yeah. Um, also, in addition... Uh, can uh, I tell a joke oh, that I probably can't? Yeah, I'll cut it out later. Will you? No. That's, uh, you don't have time to do that anymore. I well, just can't roll those dice anymore. World will never know my joke. I'll tell you off air. Maybe, um, maybe we'll rejoin with it. Okay, Who's to yeah. say? You, you, you'll have a couple more sips of whiskey and tell it. Uh, <laughs> 420. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not only Hitler's yeah. 33rd birthday. Also, also known uh, for something else. Columbine. Uh, was it? I don't think so. Uh, no. no don't, mm. That doesn't sound right to me. It sounds you sure? That up. Yeah. I'm gonna 30 years uh, birthday of Slanted and Enchanted, the Pavement album. Oh, really? That. Yeah, I saw that on the internet wow. earlier today. So that's, that's, that's today? Can, that's today, yeah. Today, 420 as we Dude, record this. do you know what Friday was when we recorded and no. we didn't even point it out? No, what happened? 50 years of Sticky Fingers. Oh, wow. This is all sorts Man. of like, April anniversaries. That's what we've been celebrating yeah. all fucking month. We're just dropping all this Fuck. knowledge on you. What musical podcast or uh, anniversaries know. next week? It's going to be some something. We'll have to look it up now. We're not going to remember to do that. If you had to spell... a one-off. If you had to spell Columbine, how do you think you would? Uh, I'd start off uh, C-O-L, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you just put an umbine after that. Oh, April 20th, 99. Wow. That's a, a real fact that you pulled out there yeah. right now. So 23 years yeah, tw- ago, 23 man. years. Uh, it was happened on Hitler's 110th birthday. I don't yeah. remember anybody talking about that back I, on the well, day. That's why I remember. That's why I remember somebody on the radio was like, uh, it's also like Hitler's birthday, and like there's nobody knows if it's related yet. Fucking also, I've been smoking doobies all day. Yeah, I want to get high. Matt, we might as well get into the discussion that's, of uh, the film that we're talking about. That's this, a more week. It's a thing that we do. We're mm-hmm. usually around this point in the podcast. We I think so. I steer the shit enough. back on back onto the rails as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, let's get into the rundown of this week's anniversary film. This week, the rundown is brought to us by uh, Hasbro's G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, mm. USS Flag Aircraft Carrier. Don't. Uh, which measured in at seven feet, get six me inches started. long. Uh, retailed for a hundred or yeah, hundred and nine ninety nine in nineteen eighty five dollars. Yeah. Probably the best toy ever made, I would imagine. Yeah. I don't know if there's ever been a better toy made than that. Probably not. <sighs> Look. All right, yeah. Lay it on me, man. All right. We had the opportunity to mm. buy a gently used one off of the Glens for $20. Wait, what year was this? This would have been, oh, man, maybe 89. Okay, 89. Maybe 90. So- Right now in 2022, the year of our Lord, what's what's that? If you would have had that under your belt now, what, like two grand or something? Oh, loose. Probably get like two grand for that? Um, No, it's not that high. It's you had still, a gently used USS flag, the coolest I mean, toy ever made? I do believe it's hundreds of dollars. Hard part is no one has it complete. That's, you know, that's the hard part. I would part. imagine so. So that's much to it. A lot of parts you got to put together yeah. to create a seven and a half foot toy aircraft carrier now you got a lot of folks uh they're selling uh you know repop stickers and Mm. you know accessories for it which is nice if you're just more of a collector putting together uh yeah Yeah. (laughs) take up your entire fucking living room yeah probably you want to put that one on display i mean i get it this is my shrine to virginity uh I, I, i beg you not to touch it yeah 
Yeah. That's how I picture that going. Right. I get why the old man was like, absolutely not. Yeah. That's where would we put that? Yeah. It's well, in the basement. It's gigantic. It would go We're in not going to have that in our house. But man, it would take up a lot of the basement. But it would have been cool. That's all right. We made do. We had a uh, other. We had a uh, the the filmation Ghostbusters mm-hmm. house, mm-hmm. which oh, was great to oh. use as a crack house. I think I had that. Maybe or maybe my cousin Jared had yeah. it. Somebody definitely had that. Yeah, had the. We had a couple of the GI Joe bases. I had the uh, uh, Castle Grayskull playset for sure. I had Snake Mountain. Cool one. Snake Mountain also yeah. pretty fucking cool. Don't think I had that one though. Yeah. Just don't, me and don't Neil Don't think Young. I knew anybody that actually had the USS flag back in the 1980s. That was, yeah. That was a pretty penny, dropping 110 bucks in 1985 money. Yeah. And then, like, if you got the aircraft carrier, you need, like, all the planes and shit to go right. on it. You got to get eight. What are those, like, 30, 40 bucks a piece, too? Probably. Yeah. Like, back then. No no parents fucking going 20 for that. To 40. They see what a fucking money hole that's going to be. I'm not getting you that fucking aircraft carrier. There's no fucking way. The one that Ace flew. this Christmas. You'll get a couple Nintendo games. Games. That was a little more that's expensive. That. Well, a couple Nintendo games, that's going to equal that's, out to yeah, 200 up bucks. To, that's, 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 they were 50 back in the day, yeah, 1980s. You got, yeah, you so. know, four games or A couple something. of those, that's 100 bucks. It's going to keep yeah. you uh, much more busy than uh, the aircraft carrier, where you're going to be like, I need more planes for it. It's just sitting there doing nothing. I don't have any of the planes. Oh, man, we would have, no way. It would have oh, filled up so much time, endless time. Fucking money, money. Well, no, go out, go out and uh, get one on. Yeah, eBay. get one though. Is, uh, yeah, that's what we're promoting yeah. today. Uh, the rundown is, of course, of uh 1987's film GI Joe colon the movie. <laughs> this is an animated film. It sure uh, is. Released straight to video. Didn't. didn't Thanks a uh, lot, Trans yeah. fucking Formers. Was planned to go to theaters, but infamously, Transformers colon the movie was a pretty big bomb, so they yeah. pulled back on that one. That and the Care Bears movie. Who saw that coming? Huh. I remember watching that one when I was a kid. I saw that in the theaters. Was, I think they were all uh, uh, surprising. Surprising that that yeah. one hit theaters. They had to like. It wasn't the fucking Care Bears. It was lame toys. They had to like shoot their girls and together. Shit. To kill the uh, boss at the end. Yeah, I'm sure that them and all the Care Bears cousins. I remember how it went. Mm-hmm. I had that lion one because uh, I think it was because I was a Leo. Mm. So my mom was like, "He's gonna want that lion Care Bear cousin." Yeah. And <clears throat> pretty sure I like left it on an airplane when we went to Florida or something, and it was emotionally devastating for I everyone. A, I never had a Care Bear, Care Bear, but I had a Popple. Oh yeah, I remember Popples being yeah. a thing for sure. Yeah. You, they had like kangaroo pouches, and you can. Fold turn them inside yeah. out and they turn into balls. That's yeah. kind of horrific when you think about it. I had a little, little f- animals that you can fold inside out as a child and then kick it around. That happens. I had a football one. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I don't remember which one I had. Runtime of this film, G.I. Joe the movie, 93 minutes. Hell yeah. Solid 93 minutes right there. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes score. The pros have this one at 43%. Not really all that beloved a film as far as very professional accurate. critics. Uh, Audience, though, uh, like all the way up there at uh, 83. 65%. Maybe uh, Better? maybe this one's splitting the fandom a little bit. Mm. I don't know. Mm. This is, we'll have to get into mm. it later on. Director of this film, uh, of course, 
somebody who directed a bunch of fucking animated bullshit. Yeah. What's going on? Um, he was a supervising director on Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends. Martin Scorsese. Great little... Uh, his, his name was Don Jerwich. You sure? Great little cartoon there. Also, he produced all sorts of animated shows. Uh, like? From the era, such as Challenge of the Super Friends. Oh, yeah. So Marvel and DC, as it turns out. Mm. Fucking the guys. He's, mm. he's the James Gunn of his time. Wow. Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo, yeah. the shitty, like, uh, one of the later yeah. Scooby-Doo series that the featured little. Scrappy more. That yeah. was fucking... But also, uh, a cartoon that I did not remember existed, and I want to track down because it sounds fucking awesome. The Fonz and the Happy Days Gang. Whoa. Which had, like, all the cast back doing the fucking uh, hey. voices of, like, the Happy Days crew going on adventures. What year what was that? What the fuck was that? Early 80s, I don't know. That's pretty fucking The cool. Smurfs. Yeah, there's a fucking big timer right there. One of one of the Mount Rushmore huge 1980s cartoons, the new Yogi Bear show, the mm. Tom and Jerry Kids show. It's the Tom and Jerry Kids. That's a wow. That's yeah, hard hard memories of uh, the, the opening credits to that one, huh? Oh, uh, late era Cozone. Ooh. Dave was still watching. I can see that. I can see that. Of course, of course. Also producer of a little show I like to call. G.I. Joe, a real American hero. G.I. Joe! Gotta be the best TV show of the 1980s, probably. Uh, you know. Some people say, like, Cheers or something. Some yeah. people say, like, MASH. Yeah. Like, eh, 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 eh. No, it's G.I. Joe, me. the only other answer I would entertain, clearly He-Man. You know, He-Man, uh, I, I, for nostalgia points, who I was a big, big, big fan of that one, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stand behind He-Man because... Uh, Man, that that show is shitty and weird when you try to watch it as an adult. That's just shitty and weird. That's that's fair. So much homoeroticism. It's it's a wild one, man. So much. Stars of this uh, film. All of them. Voice actors, as it turns out. Most of these people just voice actors. Number one, I want to shout out Michael Bell, who does the voices of Duke, Zaymot, Blowtorch, and Lift Ticket. This guy's a fucking... Hitting on all cylinders. Of course, Duke is the G.I. Joe field he got, commander. He got a grand slam just in this movie. Time. That's right. Uh, this guy's done a ton of animated voice work, as as did everybody we're going to talk about on yeah. this thing. Uh, he was the voice of Mark on the uh, cartoon Speed Buggy, which I forgot about. A mm. bunch of teens with a talking race car they have. like a Yeah, that's that late 70s weird yeah. Hanna-Barbera Yeah, was pretty shit. into late 70s weird, definitely. A lot of play on USA Network back in the day, mm. those late 70s Hanna-Barbera ones. The uh, Cartoon Express, I believe it was called. Yeah, that, was, that is what it was that called. Was a great little block of programming. Uh, he did a ton of Transformers voices, just yeah. a ton. He was grouchy, lazy, and handy Smurf. Which oh, Andy Smurf is funny. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like he's jerking off or something. He's jerking off that chick Smurf. Also, uh, she's got one of those long clits. Oh yeah, she's she's got to. Yeah, she's the only one who uh, made it out. They're gonna call her a biological female. Yeah, very very offensively. Uh, I'm certain. I would imagine he played the character Rama Magish on uh, Three's Company, season three, episode seven, Chrissy and the Guru. In which Jack and That's Janet are concerned that they are going to lose Chrissy when she falls for the charms of a guru with bad intentions. Is that how they write Chrissy out of the series? Uh, quite possibly, but do you yeah. think uh, on a scale that goes from zero to uh, Mike Myers' The Love Guru, how offensive do you think his portrayal of a uh, Rama Magish probably is on that Three's Company episode? Uh, 
I'm going to say much more offensive. You think more offensive than the Mike Myers film? Mike Myers handles it with a, no, like a, certain, a certain a gentle handedness, uh, subtlety. Yeah, he always does. Okay. An elegance and beauty. George Bush doesn't care about black people. No, he doesn't. Why did that happen to Mike Myers? I don't think he ever recovered. Oh, no. He's a Canadian man. He yeah. wasn't on board for that shit. No. Yeah. He's just trying to help the hurricane victims. He's just worried about that fat guy from Toronto doing blow. Oh, man. Yeah. What happened to that guy? I think he probably died or something, I would imagine. I don't know. He's he seemed very cool. overweight. His heart had to have been at the end of its rope even 10 years ago. He's like if Trump was cool. Yeah. 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 And didn't have, like, the height to try and hide his obesity. Yeah. Matt Don Johnson, a guy we've heard of, Ooh. is in this film, voicing the character Lieutenant Falcon, the new bad boy G.I. Joe who gets introduced. Yeah. We saw this guy as uh, Marlboro and Harley Davidson, the Marlboro Man. We saw him as Warden Tugs in Brawl and Cell Block Uh-oh. 99 and as the chief in Dragged Across Concrete. We got a Grand Slam winner. John Johnson. Also, of course, he was Nash Bridges on the TV show Nash Bridges, one of our favorite shows of all time. And how many episodes uh, did Nash Bridges last? No. And how many episodes was he did Nash he play Bridges? Nash Bridges? Oh, all of them. I, I was, maybe there was like a weird uh, experimental yeah, one where it was, it was like a Cheech Marin episode. Nash Bridges doesn't even show up yeah. in this episode. It's crazy. It's just Cheech Marin and Stone Cold working crimes together. Uh, another legend in this film, Christopher Collins uh, is doing the voices of the characters. Cobra Commander, Gung-Ho, and Ripper. Mm. Cobra Commander, of course, being the iconic leader of the Cobra terrorist cell. Yep. Uh, this guy was also iconically Starscream in Transformers. The only lot of cool people, Transformer. Lot of jumping back and forth between Joe and Transformers on this cast. Um, weirdly enough, uh, we've seen him in a few movies. We saw him as the guy letting people touch his wife's tits in Roadhouse. Oh, yeah, we saw him as a yeah. gang member in Stop or the My Mom Will Shoot. He is now also a Triple Crown winner. He's getting in that fucking... <laughs> that club right there. Also uh, played a thug on season three, episode 13 of Seinfeld, The Subway. Dip, 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 That's dip, one where everyone dip, 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 uh, has an uncommon experience while going their separate ways on the subway. Kramer overhears a hot tip on a horse on his way to pay a traffic violation. Oh, man, he gets the itch. Yeah, that's right. That's the first one uh, where they talk about his uh, gambling problems, I think. Nice little subplot running through that show is yeah. gambling problems. Yeah. They did it classily in a true Mike Myers-esque fashion. Thank you. You get it. Dick Gautier is in this film as Serpentor. Now that's a classy name. Serpentor is a twins-esque clone of a bunch of DNA swirled together in a milkshake machine to of make the ultimate ruler. All of history's they greatest tried dictators. to make him the new main bad guy in the G.I. Joe series, screwing Cobra Commander yeah. uh, sometime, I think, pretty... Eh, not too long before this movie came out, I think. No, like, this movie technically works as a finale to the original run series. Oh, indeed. So yes. uh, I would guess that would have been 80, 85 or 86. there being a big, big uh, event on the TV show. I think it was 86. It was like Arise, Serpentor, Arise. Like a big yeah. like, multi-episode yeah. like, thing where Serpentor it was like a became a thing. Four or five episode a arc. big fucking deal in my childhood, for yeah. sure. But then once it was over and like all the hype was done, I was just kind of like... I kind of like Cobra Commander better than this guy. I mean, yeah. Co- Cobra Commander's awesome. Kind of right. didn't appreciate him while I had him. Yeah. I tell you what I did appreciate. What's that's that? the Pentor toy, though. Mm, definitely a cool I toy. I had it with the glider definitely and cool shit. Toy. That glider was cool as fuck. It's pretty B.A. 
Mr. Gautier was also Hot Rod slash Rodimus Prime on Transformers. Also, he was a bit of a switch hitter because mm. uh, this guy just uh, not just in the robots uh, changing into things on Transformers. Mm. Also, the voice of Brimstone on the GoBots, Go-Bots. as it turns out. <laughs> you could be on both those shows. That's insane. Yeah. He played the character Jaime on Get Smart, which I watched reruns of just religiously when I was a little child. Um, also, I only like Jaime on Small Wonder. <laughs> Mel Tarter on season one, episode five of Kolchak, the Night Stalker, the Werewolf. In that episode, Kolchak's assigned to interview singles aboard a cruise ship, but finds there's some kind of wolf creature killing passengers during the full moon. You like that Kolchak guy, huh? Kolchak the Night Stalker is a great show, man. Mm. Old old uh, detective who's got all sorts of supernatural things happening around him. Never watched it. Fucking, at least you gotta watch the original TV movie okay. that launched it, at least. All right, I'll check it out, man. Sonny Carlisle, another character he played. This was on a season two, episode 10 of Silk Stockings. Ooh. The Queen is Dead. On that one, Chris poses as a beauty pageant judge to find out who brutally murdered the pageant's most recent queen. I like the name Mel like Tarter the best, though. Very sexy episode of Silk Stockings, well, I would imagine. They all are. <laughs> That's one. Stay up a little bit late after Monday after, Night yeah, Raw. Right? You're going to see some things. Yeah. Puppies! <laughs> Jennifer Darling is in this film playing Pythona, mm. a snake woman who's one of the new uh, action figure toys that gets introduced in this film. Negative. They never released a Pythona. They no released, Pythonas, huh? They released a three-pack well, of what a fucking Globulus, waste of a character Nemesis this is. Enforcer, and one of the guards. What they a did not release a, a Pythona until 2016. Oh. It was an exclusive So much built-up demand. That yeah. Eventually, they just had to. Yeah. Or people would have rioted. Uh, she, of course, was in a ton of animated shit, uh, like everybody else. But I, I just wanted to point out that she also played Peggy Callahan, the uh, secretary of the guy in charge of the like secret agency or whatever that creates cyborgs in both the Six Million Dollar Man and the Bionic Woman. So well, that's an illustrious yeah, role, definitely for sure. Also, uh, we heard her as the voice of the computer in Demolition Man. The fuck? the fuck? Oh, shit. Let me yeah. get that. Wow. That's worth mentioning. Man. Sure. That's also, a strong, uh, you know, fucking... She played the character Cassie Bluetone on back back, uh, Season yes. 7, Episode 17 of Mad About You. Tell Separate me. beds. This is where Paul falls asleep on the couch, and the next night, Paul and Jamie invent reasons to sleep in separate rooms, each enjoying the uh, time spent apart. Oh. Also, Ira manages Marvin in wrestling? (laughs) What? That's crazy. Man about you. You're crazy. Need to get back on that show, I guess. Uh, One guy who I wanted to mention, just because he voices the most hilariously named uh, G.I. Joe... Rob Paulson is in this film, uh, voicing the character Snowjob. Yep. Can't believe they got away with calling one of those guys Snowjob. Oh, what the best was when you took Snowjob and Blowtorch apart and oh. put them back together to create new figures. Snowtorch. That's the That's one. Crazy. This guy was iconically the voice of Pinky and Pinky in the Brain. And? Raphael in the original Ninja Turtles. And? And he was Arthur from the fucking Tick. Oh, yeah, he was. He was also fucking Wacko Warner. Oh, really? Or, excuse me, Yakko. So I thought you were going to go in the direction of telling me that he was Throttle on Biker Mice from Mars. That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Also, he played the character Rogers on season one, episode 18 of MacGyver. He was Throttle on Biker Mice from Mars, Uh but who played Vinny? Uh, I I would know that because I know all these things like you do. Fucking Ian Ziering, bro. (laughs) Cool. 
Yeah. Ugly Duckling was that episode of MacGyver. Uh, that's where MacGyver is sent to rescue a teenage computer hacker oh. kidnapped by weapons dealers who want her to arm a missile that they stole. Oh, that sounds terrifying. I bet there's a lot of cool computer hacking shit in that yeah, episode of MacGyver. The best. He's, he's the guy. Matt, a guy I want to bring up because yeah. I know he's uh, near and dear. Near and dear. Fucking a big, iconic fucking dude. Uh, uh-huh. In our childhoods, uh-huh. uh, Robert Remus does a voice in this. Uh, Bobby Remus. He is Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. Uh, tough as nails drill sergeant. Uh, also a professional wrestling legend. Yeah. Uh, this guy's a former United States champion. Mm-hmm. He's a former NWA tag team champion with mm-hmm. Don Kernodal. Mm-hmm. And of course, a former WWF world champion. Mm-hmm. After he turned his back on the U.S. during the Iraq War. What? And pinned the champion, the Ultimate Warrior. Oh. After the Macho King Randy Savage cheap shotted him with his golden scepter. Also a current WWE Hall of Famer. Um. And had the Wrestling Observer Match of the Year in 1981 for his street fight in Madison Square Garden against Pat Patterson. Really? It's a lot of, a lot wow. of Sergeant Slaughter accolades right there. Yeah. Also, you had to mail something in to get his toy. You couldn't even go down to KB Toys and get that fucking thing. It was a whole no. rigmarole. Yeah. It was a whole to-do getting your hands on a Sergeant Slaughter toy. You sure had to. They sold. I had to beg, borrow, and steal to get that thing. My mom did not like the idea of like mailing away money to somewhere. Yeah. It's like, this is a scam. This couldn't be real. Ted had slaughter. We also had the little tank thing he drove. Oh, I would have loved to have that tank thing but, he drove. But uh, whatchamacallit, a couple years later, I believe in the Tiger Force line. Hmm. He got a, a re-release okay. with different colors, but was sold, you know, to the masses. I don't know what. How are you going to improve on that classic design? Top. Fucking that black classic black tank yeah. top, fucking cool as hell looking. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it, it is right cool. Uh, another fucking just big time legend in this movie, Burgess fucking Meredith mm. is the new main bad guy. Globulus. Globulus. It just sounds like Golem and Globus, the two guys that started Canon Films. Yeah. Like that's that's the new bad guy, Golem and Globus. Couple you, of rich Israeli guys. You think that's a dig? Oh, I don't know. Why would they be digging those guys? Fucking Hasbro got it out for Canon Films, maybe? maybe? Maybe over some sort of failed live-action G.I. Joe movie that never came together in the Could 80s be. or something? Could, Could be. Could be. Either way, fucking Burgess Meredith was Mickey from the fucking Rocky movies. Was Hasbro holding the bag on any of that Spider-Man shit? Uh, Canon definitely was knee-deep in that shit going yeah, on. I don't think been. Hasbro yeah, ever was. Yeah. But, um, this guy was the fucking Penguin in the 1966 <laughs> Batman <laughs> TV series. Still the best Batman thing that's uh, ever been made. I know you're a King Tut fan. Oh, love, love me some Egghead. Come on, Ooh. give me a break. He played Henry Burness on season one, episode eight of The Twilight Zone, Time Enough at Last, one of the most famous episodes of The Twilight Zone. He's going to read and shit. Where a henpeck book lover finds himself blissfully alone with his books after a nuclear war. Also, he played Arnold Allardyce in Burnt Offerings, a mm. uh, really boring late 70s spooky house movie, but one in which mm. Oliver Reed shows off his torso like throughout Ooh. basically like the whole a lot of shirtless scenes from Oliver Reed in that Ooh. one. That I remember. Yeah. That's it. I mean, there's like a million other voice actors yeah. on this cast, but you you'd go forever just naming cartoon voice actors. Yeah, you that get have been it. A ton of shit. You fucking get it. Tagline of this film, Matt. I'm listening. No taglines. It was not released in theaters, so they didn't have to come up with a tagline. Oh. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Bullshit. Plot, though. We do have a plot. Okay. Exactly. 
G.I. Joe faces a new enemy oh, as no. an ancient society of snake people <gasps> known as Cobra La try to forcefully take back the earth from those who drove them underground eons ago. <laughs> what you're going to say, that sounds ridiculous, but that really is what the G.I. Joe movie's about, so... Yeah. Uh, uh, that was the rundown. Let's get into the next segment of the podcast where we go through our notes and uh, we talk about all the things that jumped out to us as we were uh, watching the film. Here, for me, for the first time probably since the 1980s, I don't know about you, Matt, what was your first bullet point as you were watching G.I. Joe colon the movie? This segment's going to get changed to laser points. That's a good, Zap. That's a good point. because Zap. Uh, there are, unlike in the Larry Hama Marvel comic books yeah. that were uh, happening at the time, yeah. where they get to use guns and shit. Right. Cartoons, you can't do that shit, apparently. No. You gotta just, like, can't use deadly weapons, so they've got, like, weird laser mm-hmm. laser guns. Mm-hmm. And I always thought, very weird, very weird on this <laughs> show, <laughs> uh, that the Joes shot red, shot red lasers and Cobra, and shot, Cobra blue. shot blue when this is... In a post-Star post Wars, Wars yeah. world uh-huh. where we've established that red equals evil and blue equals good. Like, how are you going to flip-flop something like that when kids already got it in their brain? It's ballsy. It's That's ballsy. It's ballsy, but also, I think, a little bit too ballsy. Like, they, you, you pushed so? it too far, Hasbro and Deke. Whatever. What was Deke? Deke. Whenever, like, you get, like, the G.I. Joe VHSs, you'd always get that, like, a... Uh, Deke. This is brought to you by Deke. A little, little like crayon drawing Deke. of D I C. Yeah, like Link so says Dick. That's hilarious. No, Deke had a real one, and uh, the crayon one was that F H S, that family house, Ugh. or F V A F whatever the fuck that was. Nothing good coming out of that. Company, wow. I'll tell you that much. Right yeah, now. man, Nothing I good. can. Man, it's weird the way those stick with you. Mm, yeah, absolutely. You couldn't skip shit back then. No, you had to no, watch all yeah, that. Yeah, fucking. Rewind it right afterwards because yeah. you don't want to screw yourself next time you go to watch it again. Right. It's not rewound again. I bet you had a lot of problem with that living in a house with brothers. It's like, oh, oh Ted didn't rewind the VHS yeah. again. Gotta sit here and wait for this thing to rewind. Who stopped it in the middle of it again? God damn oh, it. Come on, Dave. Assholes. My first laser point is best movie intro ever. So, uh, iconic opening to the TV show, the song and the mm-hmm. battle montage, you'd the think that changing that and just not doing the classic one would be, like, a big fucking no-no. You're gonna piss off the fan base, you're gonna be like, no, we don't want it to change, we want the one we like from, uh, the TV show we watch. Dead wrong. Dead wrong. I Double think- down. Write an even more badass version just and just awesome fucking enter it into rip the to theme. shit song. Half of it about yeah. Cobra. It's yeah. fucking cool. You never got that before. You're no. seeing the villains. You're seeing the good Cobra. guys. Great introduction. Cobra. Just intricate animated sequences from all sorts of interesting angles and shit. All sorts of different moving parts happening all the time. I wrote, is this probably this animated opening here? Like the apex of Western animation, at least? Like Ooh. outside of anime? Like, is this the best animation we ever got before things just like started going digital and CG and shit like that? This could be the greatest yeah. hand drawn animation ever done, other than like some fucking weirdo, like furry jerk off who's gonna be like, actually, mm-hmm. over in Japan, they've perfected the art of hand drawn animation for many years, doing weird yeah. things with goopy tentacles and little girls in mm-hmm. white panties and schoolgirl outfits. Oh man. 
you want to creep yourself out, go down one of the rabbit holes of mm-hmm. people that are into like the Sonic and Tails cartoon. Uh. Uh, it's like some one from like the late nineties. Uh, Sonic's putting a chili dog where yeah, like uh, soft boys that are like really into uh, tails. And, respect yourself. Oh, uh, remember the other night when we were talking about a UWU versus OWO kids? Yeah, yeah. I mean, didn't know what that meant. Still don't. Still don't. They're, they're, don't want to know that weird shit. Don't want to know what those words are. Fucking weird. So this big old intro here is taking place That's on right, the fucking yeah. Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be the original climactic ending. It would have been to awesome. this movie and they an, just chopped an it early up and draft. It. Oh god. But then like they Sounds changed like such a better movie than what we got. They changed the entire story and then the fucking animators were like we already drew this shit, and it's pretty badass. Yeah, like, we worked really hard on what it. What if we just retool it as the intro? Spectacular grand finale battling on the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Like, uh, how are we going to top that? It oh. sounds like a good idea to me. Oh, by the way, but it was supposed to fucking come out in 1986, which would have been, oh, I don't know, the 100th birthday mm-hmm. of the Statue of mm-hmm. Liberty. That would... They could have just closed the Statue of Liberty after that. It would have been probably fine. Been like, all right, it's all all we need from this thing. They probably didn't want to give. Now uh, you any seem to have ideas. some uh, background information yeah. on this film, the production of it, uh-huh. and whatnot. Uh, you say that there was massive re- rewrites. I gotta assume that's because all of this stupid Cobra Law shit we're about to get into was fucking shoehorned into it last minute. And I gotta <sighs> ask, do you got any info about maybe this was like some different? movie some different toy line thing and they were just like i ah, just cram it into the gi joe movie for some reason no i've never heard anything as to why because this shit's weird it's yeah. got nothing to do with gi joe any of the stuff we're gonna talk about in this movie has nothing to do with gi joe yeah it's it's a weird fucking departure from the regular canon the whole Sepentor thing was the start of it all i know but. like back in the day like uh they just be like throwing random toys they had together yeah. like uh uh we got these Cats that we can't sell. Yeah. Uh, make it a He-Man thing. It's like, well, it's a totally different hand. scale from He-Man. Well, he'll just ride it like a horse or whatever. Uh, and then, like that not. was the intro of Battle Cat, just because they had all these cat fucking molds cat laying molds, around they yeah. had to fucking sell. So I was just like, was this supposed to be some sort of like Starship Troopers cartoon in line of thing they were going to launch or something? Never, and then it just got folded into G.I. Joe because it didn't come together? Never that I heard. Because uh, I could see this being like future army guys in space fighting bug creatures or something. Yeah. Totally different. Or maybe even a spinoff, like G.I. Joe 2099 or something. The like, only thing I know is they uh, they originally wrote the name Cobra La as a placeholder in the script. No, and then, and yeah. then Hasbro found out that they were calling it Cobra La, yeah, and they were like, that. that's brilliant. Fucking, that, that rules. And they were like, okay. If you say so. Either way, uh, basically, this is the best episode of G.I. Joe, chopped down to two minutes. Yeah. It just even ends with Cobra Commander yelling his iconic catchphrase, Retreat! Yeah. Retreat! Yeah. He's a Love cool guy. Love this shit. Uh, my next laser point is uh, the bees, not the bees, question mark. Uh-huh. It's like, you just... Suddenly, we go from all this big action to close-up of just, like, a bug on the ground. Yeah. And, like, it gets eaten by a gator or something. And we're yeah. just going through this, like, scene in nature. It's the circle of life, and it That's moves right. us all. And it gets real fucking artsy all of a sudden, the G.I. Yeah. Joe movie, after that fucking thing. We're on a fucking 
Cobra Island here. Mm. Over this, we're getting like all the slow rollout opening credits like they do at the beginning of real movies. Yeah. I thought it was cool. It's all like in the font of like words that would be spray painted on the side of like a uh, military equipment. Yeah. Nice little touch. G. Looks Joe's good. Movie. Looks like the opening of Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Ooh, hell yeah. Good call. Less titties in this movie, though. Slightly. Uh, so anyways, uh, Serpentor, uh, shows up after this, yeah. and I was a little bit confused watching this at first, because mm-hmm. for some reason I had conflated, and hadn't seen this in many years, that five or six part whatever, uh, series of, uh, things where they, the rise of Serpentor gets, yeah. uh, created, I thought that it, that happened in G.I. Joe the movie when they create Serpentor, no. and then I was like, oh yeah, no, that's not this, He's already this is around. much worse than that, Whoa. Serpentor's already around, yeah, and but, he uh, extra, yeah, I'm pissed about it, uh, and also Cobra Commander's pissed about right. it, right, he doesn't like that there's a new leader at Cobra. No. His name is literally Cobra Commander. Yeah. Like, what's he supposed to do now? This guy's feeling left out. Cobra Commander uh, is also extra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Serpentor is, like, talking about, like, uh, oh, we got some new Cobra plans. And, like, it's creepy how his shoulder snakes move so much while he's talking. Yeah. Like, those things are just constantly wiggling They're around. alive. That would be very distracting. And I remember him being the uh, twins-esque DNA slurry of a bunch of rulers all throughout history uh-huh. put together. But do they get into the science of how he has shoulder snakes that he can replenish an infinite amount of? And then also he can stiffen them out yeah. and make them just like hard snakes that he can stab people with? Nothing from what I remember. Yeah, it just seems like it just happens. And it's just like, fucking accept it, kids. Yeah. I know it was just about be about like super vehicles and guns and stuff. Now it's about magic stiffy We'd stiffy ha- snakes. Stiffy snakes. We'd have to ask Dave. He he was big that on the guy comics. Was, uh, a serpentor uh, enthusiast. No, Destro was this guy. Destro, big time Cobra Destro, Commander I gotta supporter. Say, uh, Cobra Commander, uh, MVP of the TV show. I think we can all agree that. Destro, really underrated. Uh, yeah. All these classic characters, mm-hmm. so underserved in this movie. Uh, so you're not wrong. That's the shame. It's just a real fucking shame. Yeah. Uh, so Serpentor does show up in the comics. Mm, I believe so. I've only read a handful of those classic Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. Just like the like Snake Eyes issues. The that silent like, issue. Uh, yeah, like yeah, the famous or whatever. Uh, I did see that they've got just Larry Hama's entire run mm-hmm. uh, on Kindle Unlimited. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to pay like 10 bucks and read every fucking Larry Hama, G.I. Joe fucking oh, comic should, book yeah. in the next like three days probably. Yeah. They really go... Sorry, work. They really go... i reading G.I. Joe comics and I'm supposed to be working. I like it. They really go deep into the whole uh, Arashinkage uh, clan. Now, Matt, if I read all about this stuff, do you yeah. think I'm going to get the tattoo on my forearm, probably? <laughs> I'm going to come out of this experience probably getting that tattoo? I mean, I've fought it off for a while. Yeah. Does your brother have that? No. Or did he... CM Punk beat him to it and he couldn't get it? What's, what's CM what's Punk beat him there? long before, but he keeps threatening to get it, and then I feel bad letting him get it and but not so, getting it. Yeah. And then it's like, well, I'd, you know... Easily get it all somewhere right. a I'll little more discreet. Comics. I'll see. Maybe we'll all go out. Oh, can you? You don't have to get it on the forum but to be in exactly. the clan? I, it, I don't think you can. Okay, yeah. And then you get into the whole 
fucking dynamic of which is the t- proper placement. Is it the inside or is it the outside of the oh, forearm? No, I'm a variant figure is what happened. Well, you know, I'll explain to people, you know, figures and comics, two different things. Does everybody know that this uh, movie and slash TV show it was spawned off of is not a real thing? It's literally just uh commercials for toys mm. like they come up with the toys first right and then they're like uh, nah, also write some things real. now to sell these toys it's real that's that was a big fucking just cash cow money making thing back in the 1980s oh yeah these guys were becoming fucking millionaires on this and commercial just like, properties all right uh this is the toys we're selling come up with stories for them yeah who is that i don't, I don't care who he is just come up with something and it was great and yeah it worked out really fucking good uh, so yeah, I wrote, shoulder snakes are creeping me out. Uh, they take a vote to yep. see who's going to be the leader of Cobra going forward, because yeah. Cobra Commander's like, Serpentor, you fucking suck. I'm cooler. My voice is cooler. I sound awesome. Everybody sells him out, though. Everybody does the well action. Baroness? Oh, she's a bitch. Fucking Dr. Mindbender? Oh, yeah, he's Even a Destro? Cook. These guys are all like, eh, we vote for uh, Serpentor, as it turns out. You're out, Cobra Commander. Yeah. Fucking hit the bricks. Suddenly, though, during this meeting, some mysterious asshole who seems to be made of snakes yeah. under like uh, a, a black cloak mm-hmm. is breaking into the Cobra compound, their headquarters here. The Terror Drome. The Terror Drome, um, which is just a great name for like a a base, a hideout. Yeah. Fucking cool as shit, man. Yeah. What was the one that Krang uh, lived in called? Technodrome. Technodrome. Yeah. Almost there, but Almost. not as cool. Like, if there's terror already a Terrodrome, why are you going to call that the Technodrome? Uh, Put your head out of your ass, Ninja Turtles writers. Got to ask Eastman and Laird. Mm. They're yeah. probably making mm. fun of G.I. Joe. Oh, could have been. They, I forgot that they were they doing took nothing direct serious. parodies of everything. That's right. Dickheads. The Foot Clan, come on. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Serpentor is like, um gonna go meet this intruder head on let me get on my cool hover walker thing mm. it looks like mm. looks like it's like literally like a old person's walker but then like it hovers up in the air you can fly around in it yeah it's like professor x's chair but you're standing it's kind gold. of a little bit it's, it's gold yeah it's yeah. all right so it's he's doing okay he's got a hover chair what do you got nothing uh cobra commander's Legs trying like to like idiot. undercut serpentor uh, just like oh fucking maybe i'm gonna I don't know, pull some shit so he gets beaten by this guy and then I don't have to worry about him anymore. This could be a blessing for me. There's a lot of just, uh, you know, backstabbing going on in Cobra, but I guess they are villainous bad guys. who Terrorists who want to take over the planet Mm -hmm. and kill everybody, so it makes sense. A person under the cloak, after everything happens, turns out to be Pythona. Pythona. The reptile chick. Um... Seems like she's just there to fuck Serpentor at first. And I was like, are they yeah, going to make snake babies? Is that kinda. what's going on here? This is like Bride of Frankenstein-esque. We just yeah. like created Serpentor in the last one. Now we're going to create Bride of Serpentor here. And he's so, all he's all gooed up. Yeah, he is. But it's it's much dumber and worse than that. It's basically this Pythona character shows up mm. and Let's has see. a big intro, but then does nothing. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's mm. like your opinion. Uh, she starts telling them about the lore of stuff, and I'm just like, oh, I don't want to yeah. hear about any of this lore. This is dumb. This is I already know who Cobra is and who G.I. Joe is. They yeah. should just be f- having their big climactic battle. Right. This is going to be the end of the G.I. Joe TV series. How are they going to get to the Why are you introducing new things Liberty? to me right here at the fucking <laughs> end? <laughs> I don't want to know about new things. Yep. Also, there's something called the B.E.T. 
Uh, we learned yeah. that right here. Yeah, they got an award ceremony. It's gets a little wild. Yeah, fucking. Oh, you're thinking about the Source Awards? Don't worry. Nothing, nothing like that's happening. Oh, okay, here. all right. The BET is something else. Uh, oh, we're gonna learn about it in the next scene where the GI Joes are all on Hoth. Yep, they're on a snow planet Hoth. They've got the BET that the Snake Lady wants. Turns out it's just like a big machine satellite like on tank tracks that can shoot some solar energy or something out of yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, they're like, Joe, check it out. Pure energy pumped through the air. It's dial tone and mainframe dorking around on is it. it. Is it Scarlet who says the line? Uh, let's find out if we wasted a billion taxpayer dollars right uh, before they're about to yeah, fire it up. Yeah, Scarlet. <laughs> like that is a casual throwaway uh, yeah. criticism of the military industrial complex and how all of our tax money just goes down a fucking toilet called the military. Oh, uh, you know, it's still living. Who knows Hollywood where that here. money's fucking going? Yeah, but. It seems to work. Uh, they're really mm-hmm. shooting energy. Mm-hmm. I think they can like control machines with this energy in like a Christine esque yeah, way. Some kind. But of... then that never happens again throughout the rest of the movie. They never use the BET for that again. It's a source of a lot of energy. Source of a lot of energy, That's all man. You need to know. Uh, before we can really get much of an explanation, fucking Cobras here, man. Tomac, Zaymot, they're in snowmobiles. Fucking Serpentor's got his floating walker. There's laser blasts going everywhere. Yeah. They got a big fucking. Beginning of Empire Strikes Back snow battle happening we do. here in the G.I. Joe we do. movie is what's happening. Um, the good guys, of course, yell yo-jo whenever you things are to. getting hairy and they need like a little extra motivation to charge into battle. That's something you need to know. Yep. Cobra yells cobra whenever they're attacking. Yeah. Usually Cobra Commander is the one to yell it. Like a, yeah. Joes are all yelling it all together. Cobra Commander is the commander, so usually he yells that shit. Yeah. Fucking cool right here, but... You know, Serpentor is around, so these guys are just bitching at each other, undercutting each other the whole time. Yeah. Serpentor keeps saying his lame catchphrase, this I command. Yeah. This. Even when I was a kid. I command. Ugh, that's annoying, Serpentor. You're annoying me. What a dumb catchphrase. He's a piece of shit. He's definitely a piece of shit. I just want Cobra Commander to... This should be his swan song, man. Yeah. This should be like his big opportunity to be awesome. His like biggest fucking most deadly plan ever to destroy More the world. More over the top than Instead, ever. Different stuff happens here. Um, one of my little notes during this big battle is it's kind of amazing to me that Quick Kick, the G.I. Joe, doesn't have a racist accent. No, just but... Like, talks like a normal human. Quick Kit, the Asian karate one. They, they really just... Had a Asian dude voice him. Yeah, yeah. And we're uh, just like, talk normal, man. Weird move for uh, yeah. 1987, but you know, pretty welcome, pretty welcome there. Like the whole cast, like Jinx is an Asian actress. Yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, everyone's favorite uh, female character from G.I. Joe, Jinx, who gets about 45 minutes of uh, airtime in this you know, film. Gotta introduce those new ones. We'll get to all of them. <laughs> So uh, the BET is Christine in uh, machines with its energy manipulation yep. here. Uh, some shit's happening. There's a big battle. Uh, eventually, I write down Serpentor kills Duke? Question mark. What? Because I remembered there was a big controversy uh, here mm. where Duke like dies in the original mm. treatment of the movie. That sounds mm-hmm. way better than mm-hmm. uh, what they redid. But then once all the little kids cried. Yeah. When uh, Optimus Prime died in the Transformers movie, they're like, yeah. we got to pull back and not let Duke Good. die. So he has a big battle with Serpentor here, and I'm like, oh, is this where he dies like early on in the movie? No. Not yet. Turns out not yet. he takes Serpentor down. He does. This is what happens here. Fucking 
Duke kicks him into the BET, and then, like, fucking, he gets fried. Well, that shit. the shit out of him. Suddenly, uh, they got Serpentor as a fucking prisoner. Mm-hmm. Baroness is like, let's go save him, but, uh, Cobra Commander's like, fuck that. I'm gonna hit my catchphrase. Yeah. Retreat! Retreat! To the mountains. So, yeah, he's a fucking prisoner. First act, Serpentor's in the hands of the Joes. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Um, uh, Frozen Retreat is my next, uh, bullet point i don't know why that is because the cobra I I was watching this at the bar at this point arrive at a frozen mountainside okay they say there's a sanctuary on the other side of some dumb mountain yeah they're trying to get to but the joes catch up to them uh the australian biker gang who make up the a dreadnoughts. large part of the cobra forces yeah mm-hmm. the dreadnoughts which i'm interested in getting to the origin of them in the comic books mm-hmm. how does cobra commander just Recruit an Australian biker gang to join his paramilitary. Uh, it's Zartan's course. gang. Yeah, and Zartan. he needs Zartan, the master cool of disguise, guys. Because you know every biker gang has its classic master of disguise. We learned right. that during the Stone Cold episode. Yeah, but they're extra annoying. And the that hit they're in this motorcycle movie world, Master of Disguise. Right. They cross over. Turtle, turtle. They're like, "Oi, we're from Australia, mate. What Oi. we doing up here with all this Arctic cold? It's snowing, mate. It's fucking." Uh, and I was like, "What's going on here? There's your ankle. plants. Are we just in the X Men's Savage Land? Is that uh, what's happening here? Kinda. Turns out that's exactly what's happening here." Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Joes are here. They're like, we need to take a refuge in the grove. Yep. Uh, but then, like, some snow owls come out of nowhere, I think is what I wrote. And I was like, what the fuck are these snow owls? Mm-hmm. They seem to take road nap, ro- Roadblock hostage. Yeah. So he gets kidnapped for a while. Roadblock, always one of my favorite G.I. Joes when I was a kid, because he talks in rhymes, which yeah. is fucking awesome. Always a good like, Whoever voices him, too, just has a great, just like... Talking to Rhyme. Always a good Mr. Time. T-esque uh, voice going on, I'd oh, say. Yeah. Like, he's basically just Mr. T, the G.I. Joe, which two things I love, G.I. Joe and Mr. T back in the day, so that's just working for just me. casted very well. Unfortunately, out of this movie real quick. And what? Thrown in a fucking cage right now for the next, like, 30 minutes. Ah, oh, Christ. Uh, at this point, I also wrote... We're 20 minutes or so into this thing, and I still haven't seen Snake Eyes do anything. Where the fuck is the Wolverine of the G.I. Joes? By far the most popular G.I. Joe, Snake Eyes. Yeah, yeah. Big swing and a miss on there and there. Uh, Snowjob gets murked by the owl guys. Cobra Commander's fucking pumped, but then he gets bitch slapped by one of them. And he's like, oh man, they're not on your side either, fucking Cobra Commander. What's going on here? Who are all these weird owl creatures? And it's like, oh, they work for Snake Chick, Pythona. She's here. Some kind of snake bugman, Mm -hmm. along with Mm -hmm. their leader of the henchmen, the Nemesis and Fossa. Okay, so I didn't get the name of this guy, so I was just calling him like uh, Archangel, because he's basically Archangel from X-Men through the whole thing. But then when I finally heard it, I was like, what? It's the coolest name ever. His name is Nemesis Enforcer? Yeah. That is absolute gibberish. The nemesis in false. That means nothing. But it's yeah, awesome. Their main heavy is it's just powerful. this big fucking strong guy with metal wings and gigantic like metal blade wrist gauntlet things he's that like can cut if, through anything. He's like if Archangel wasn't a f- complete fucking pussy. Yeah, Archangel uh, is and always will be by far the lamest, dumbest X-Man. Yeah. Even when you like turn him blue and give him razor sharp metal wings, they still just... Never figured out anything cool to do with that guy no. in like 50 years of X-Men comics. No. It's a shame. It's just a, shame. a pussy. They should just kill him and keep him dead because uh, he's just taking up room over yeah. there in the, 
the X-Men mythos. See, save him, Joss Whedon. Yeah, so Python is there, and Cobra Commander's freaked, and he's just like, fuck, I'm gonna hop in a vehicle and fucking bolt out of here. It's a good plan. Unfortunately, the Nemesis Enforcer fucking grabs him, so he's like now the prisoner of these other bad guys. Yeah. Or not only is he not the leader of Cobra anymore, he's like the prisoner of their new friends. Yeah. Oh, how the mighty have fallen in this fucking movie. Cobra Commander, no. And the rest of the Cobra is like, you can fucking take them. We're going to rock and roll out of here. And they're like, yeah. we need your help. And they're like, we ain't going to help you, bro. Zartan's like, why the fuck would I yeah. help you, weird snake lady? Yeah, I'm a fucking mercenary, bro. And she's like, well, uh, how about if I take a blanket off this gigantic gem that I'm holding? You could have that, and Zartan's. They're like, that's a, that's a big Zartan fucking says, gem. A gem that big answers all my questions. There you go, Mike. These guys... They're just in for the money. Hell yeah. They're like the bad guy A-team, basically, is They're what cool. the Dreadnoughts are. They're pretty cool. They've got cool names, too, like Ripper and yeah. Thrasher. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, they they sound like they could be biker mice from Mars, yeah. for sure, with those names. Yeah. Next scene, all the main G.I. Joes are making some plans. Uh, General Hawk. There's Duke. There's Flint. They're mm-hmm. all around, like, and I'm... This is why I start writing, like, a, I don't remember this exactly. Who's actually in charge of the G.I. Joes? Why do they have, like, four characters who are the guy in charge? General Hawk is top command yeah. for the team. Which I kind of just remembered him just being, like, their liaison to the government or whatever. But he gets in, he's, like, hopping in tanks and shit and doing some yeah. shit in this movie. So General Hawk's doing shit. some fighting. He did some shit in the cartoon. Duke, and I remember Duke being the main two. G.I. Joe. But yeah. then I'm like, but who's Flint? I also remember Flint as being Flint, in charge. Yeah, Flint was behind uh, Duke. He's number three, I guess. Well, yeah. Now, see... They all have different varying military rank that comes from oh. the original 60s oh, very interesting. toy line. Okay. When they I, were just big dumb dolls. When they were like sergeants and grunts they had and this like and that. G.I. Joe yeah. fucking Navy, G.I. Joe Marine, G.I. Joe Army. And they all had like sergeant first class, like EO8. Like they had like full rank and class for all these fucking guys. Cool as shit. And it was all on the, the back of the Larry Hanna written dorks. Back uh, in the sixties, were super into that cards for the eighties. Okay, so that was the the eighties where Larry Hanna came in and yeah. he was writing the comic book and all the uh, very important part of the toys is the info cards on the yeah. back of the box where it gave you the whole rundown of every GI Joe's like stats in their background. They got him to write the cards before they started with the comics. Mm-hmm. And then when they decided that Marvel was going to do a comic, they were like, well, so you already what, came up with everything, so bro. So did the, the Marvel comics predate the uh, TV series then? I don't think so. Yeah. Cause I think the cartoon I thought that's came usually how first. it went, that they are, like, would pair new toys yeah. with a cartoon series. Yeah. So, yeah. That, the sort of comic books, I wasn't really aware of this when I was a kid, because I uh, loved the shit out of G.I. Joe, but right. like, I didn't read comics until I was like a tween. Yeah. So, like, because it, it was just like... You're fucking dork if you read comic books. Like yeah. back back in the 1980s when I was a kid, it yeah. got popular again in the early 90s with all mm. those chromium covers and shit. Mm. But like back here, like 1987 when I was a kid, it was like you could call it a comic book. You're gonna get the fucking shit beat out of you at recess. Like why are you fucking looking at that nerd shit, dork? Yeah, Ted Ted and I never got into GI Joe the comics as much. Uh, Again, like you said, that time when everybody got into it, Dave was still young, and Dave mm-hmm. was still like, well, G.I. Joe's cool. What's that G.I. Joe comic about? Oh, oh God, he's going to get beat up again. He had, like, the original 
first like 100 that's pretty fucking but he cool. lost some of them in a yeah. flood oh no yeah. tragic ending yeah. to, to that story that was almost cool even the silent issue yeah oh. same thing with star wars never saw star wars until i was a tween because it was just like you watch fucking science fiction you're a fucking uh, dork and you're gonna yeah. get beat up i saw that so one weird because it was like the most popular thing in the world from like the late 70s to like the mid 80s but then like they had like a period there it was like yeah don't fucking say you like star wars man you're not wrong yeah <clears throat> Uh, anyways, uh, they're making some plans about what's gonna happen. Uh, they've gotta go rescue Roadblock's crew, for sure. Yep. But also, they have to transport the BET mm-hmm. to, I don't know, wherever BET broadcasts from. Wow. Maybe, like, Atlanta, I would uh, assume, if I had to guess where guess. BET. Yeah, sounds like an Atlanta sort yeah. of company. Uh, so, they're like, this is a lot of work. We're getting, sp- running in two different directions. We're gonna mm-hmm. need some new recruits. Yeah, fresh meat. Because every season of G.I. Joe, the cartoon... There's a big mandate. Like, this is the new wave of fucking figures we're putting out. So, gotta keep them. Yeah, these the are the ones you gotta write sold, into you know? the season of the show. So, of course, now that we're doing the big G.I. Joe movie, which, looking back at it, this is gonna be the end of the whole thing. Like, uh, there's really no need to do this. Of course, they gotta be like, we gotta introduce a bunch of new figures mm. to fucking sell coming out of this movie, because that's, that's our bread and butter, fucking selling these little plastic doohickeys. So, yeah. Beachheads training the new guys. Big oh, yeah. Sequence in the next fucking thing. This is where we meet Chuckles, mm, Tunnel right. Rat. Chuckles has a Hawaiian shirt. That's right. That seems to be his entire gimmick. Well, the back of his card states he's a smooth talking CIA operative. Don't get any of that from this film right oh. here. He doesn't do any of that. Oh, if there's anything, he does weird physical strengths. Yeah. Like, uh, first meet him here, and instead of shooting a rocket from a rocket launcher, it. he just throws it. Yeah. And then later, he, like, twist starts a helicopter, and I'm like, this guy has super strength? He's what's, cool. What's going on it's here? what he is. Yeah. Tunnel Rat, who... Uh, tunnel Rat. Just can crawl through tunnels real, tunnel real good, rat. basically, is, is what he does Viet, here. Like in Vietnam, you yeah, know? Because one of the first things they have to do is run across this exploding field to ring a bell. Yeah. Tunnel rat, just like, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to climb in this tunnel and come out the tunnel on the other end. And I'm like, man, tunnel rat's done this a time or two in his day. You know who's willing to run down that uh, fucking torturous... That would have to be professional basketball player, question mark, Big Lob? Big Lob. Okay, yeah. So he's doing a bunch of jumping and stuff and doing some pretty yeah. cool sports commentary. Big Lob makes his move. Uh huh. So uh, they're all getting trained by Beachhead. Yeah. Who was one of my favorite figures when I yeah. was a kid collecting him because he looked so fucking cool. Beachhead is also cool a sergeant. fucking green mask over his face and he's just wearing all sorts of fucking cool looking camo. Mm-hmm. But I wrote, shouldn't Sergeant Slaughter be the one training the new recruits right here? He's the drill sergeant character. Well, seems like this, it seems like this should be Sergeant Slaughter's role in the movie. They're both, you know, drill sergeants. He's got an awesome Alabama Bayou accent, Beachhead. He does. Which I didn't really remember, but uh, yeah. it came back to me. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. He's he like, always talks. He's like, like from that. the Bayous. Yeah. He's it's tough, man. He's calling these guys rawhides, and he's he's not fucking letting them shirk their responsibility. No. Oh, Jinx, we should say, is the ninja lady mm-hmm. who infamously has bad luck. Mm-hmm. So it seems like to be a good fucking crew of uh, new trained recruits. under blind yeah. master, just these like guys, Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. These guys all have their shit together, except for uh, 
Lieutenant Falcon's oh, supposed oh, we, to be here. But you forgot Law and Order, though. They're important. Okay, too. it was like a policeman and his police dog. Military police. Fucking dumb as shit. Yeah. We don't need that. He's Hispanic. Beachhead's like, you got a dog? What's what's this sort of dumb shit? He's like, their next uh, training thing is you got to sniff out a bomb. That's He's right. Like, oh, my police dog could do that. Yeah. I got a dog. Not very hard. He finds the bomb when you got a police. I dog. drive the car. We tried the other way. It didn't work. Yeah, Law and Order. Law is pretty funny. This guy's yeah. this guy's charming. Lieutenant Falcon, though, he doesn't even show up for training. This guy, no sir. We're gonna learn he's a real bad boy. He doesn't give a fuck about fuck. Yeah. Uh. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. I ran through all that. Uh. Oh, also, Jinx fights the best, we learn, when she's blindfolded. Yeah. Because she's, like, sparring with Beachhead with those big, like, Q-tip things they have on American Gladiators. Right. And he beats her ass at first, but then she puts on a blindfold. Is like, now I'm unstoppable, motherfucker. Yeah, what's going on there? Meanwhile, where's fucking Lieutenant Falcon at? Is Trying to get his know. dick wet. Fucking trolling for Poon. Yeah. Everybody else is training. He's got some big-tittied blonde bimbo. He's showing off the military fucking prison compound He's to her. He's on a panty room. highly classified lockdown thing. She's all like, oh, my God, this stuff's all so cool, Hell Falcon. Yeah. He's like, yeah, check this out. I could shoot my laser gun and fucking bank it all across look walls look and me. stuff and shoot stuff. Shooting it backwards. He's like... Kind of like if Cody Abilene could shoot straight a little bit. Yeah. What he's got going on. Yeah, right you're not wrong. Definitely not wrong. Duke shows up, though, and he's not as appreciative about how fucking cool Falcon is. He's like, you sound like Don Johnson, which is pretty cool. But, Very uh, cool. You're supposed to be training and stuff right now. Instead, you're letting you're some blonde bimbo in our classified fucking military jail. Fucking not cool. Get her out of here. And he's like, hey, you can call her a bimbo, but what'd you... Oh, wait, what? Yeah, he doesn't really care. He doesn't like getting dressed down, though. No, he don't. He's sort of like, uh, hey, you can't talk to me like that. I'm higher ranking than you, I think, because he's like a lieutenant here. Thank you. Which is very confusing. uh, It is. How does this work out where he's higher ranking than Duke, but Duke's more in charge of him? (sighs) Again. I guess because this is a subset of the military, the G.I. Joe. Correct. And not uh, He's in charge of this. uh, He's second in command of the team, the G.I. Joes, even though Lieutenant Falcon is a commissioned officer. And what is what what rank is Duke? Sergeant. Sergeant. Okay. Mm. They should have just gave him a higher rank, I think, if he's, he's going to be third class. going to be the main guy. He should be Lieutenant Duke is what should happen here. Well, you know, he, he was. I always, um, Flint, is he, a, is he a sergeant? Flint is, I do believe, a sergeant. See, I always, well. th- I always liked Flint a lot better as the leader when I was playing with my toys when I was a kid. Because yeah. Duke's just kind of a generic Milk blonde toast. guy in a yeah. tan shirt. And it's like, this figure doesn't look too cool. Flint, Flint at least has like that cool awesome beret, beret. Yeah, pump so. shotgun. For sure. Fucking bald Lady J. Yeah, so fucking my Duke character just sort of sat on the shelf collecting dust and was like, oh shit, another fucking mission Flint's going to be in charge of happening in my bedroom. Yeah. Flint's pretty cool, dude. Flint's awesome. We can all agree on that. Uh, So fucking turns out this blonde chick uh, drives Robin Master's red Ferrari. So Mm -hmm. she's like, all right, I'm fucking out of here. No, she got a vet. So she, she's, she's fucking, she was riding in a vet. She peels out. Slimmy in a vet, rolled down on glass. Gets, say, gets yeah, down the road a piece. Fit right in your sees ass. like a, a river, pulls off next to it, and then starts like taking her clothes off. And I'm like, is we about to get a skinny dipping scene yeah. in this G.I. Joe the movie thing going on here? Turns out, no. She's just taking her clothes off and then her wig off to reveal she's not some blonde bimbo. She's actually... Zarana. This, I was going to say, is this Zartan's sister? Yes. This character, I vaguely remember him having a yes. sister. This is Yeah, her. this is fucking... So, Master Disguise runs in the family, as it turns out. They 
I wanted her to not have a bra on when she stripped down. I like, next to yeah, the water. I definitely like. That's a good instinct. Who 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 wanted her to have a bra on then? Uh, they were like, "Yo, we got to keep this thing PG." No titties in the GI Joe the movie. This is, this is yeah. on the big screen though. You don't have to treat I, it like a. I blame trans fucking formers. Also, I gotta say, if Zartan is truly a master of disguise, yeah. why couldn't he have been this big titted blonde bimbo? Ooh. Like, oh, my sister's got to do it because I'm not as good at disguises to pull Wouldn't that have off. Stopped Bugs Bunny. Also, yeah, some hilarious comedy there where yeah. Flint's like trying to have sex with the guy, and yeah. everybody's like, <laughs> "Look at him, he's gonna have sex with the guy." All the dreadnoughts could be snickering from the bushes. Don Johnson, he's forward thinking it enough. I think he would have been yeah, okay with that. So, uh, uh, so she's just like uh, gonna go for a dip in the river or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like they show up and they're like, "Oh, sucks! You got your camera taken away by Duke." And she's like, "Or maybe it doesn't, because it turns out I got earring cameras too that he yeah. didn't fucking know about. Thumbs I got here, their entire base. We can just totally break out Serpentor now. Yep, fucking got the whole plan. Uh, seems like cool. Yeah, fucking the Dreadnoughts, Cobra. They work together all the time. They got a plan. That's all we fucking. Oh, uh, what." Some gigantic eyeball with tentacles is coming out of the water, and yeah. then it opens up, and that yeah. dumb fucking Pythona chick and the Nemesis Enforcer are yeah. here. And just, Nemesis Enforcer. Oh, why do they have to be a part of this? I don't know who oh, these yeah. people are. I don't know why they're in this movie. They're the new bad guys. <laughs> they, they didn't even sell fucking toys of her. Not her. I was, cynically, I was just like, okay, I get it. We're trying to create a yeah. whole new line of G.I. Joe toys that's all weird bug creatures yeah. and lizard people and whatnot, but... Nemesis Enforcer. Maybe get around to selling it. What a waste. And two of the... This could have just been the swan song movie guys. where all of our favorites just uh, have their big moment in the sun and then, boom, put the... Put G.I. Joe out to pasture. Instead, <sighs> we introduce all this shit I don't care about. Yeah. All this fucking yeah. shit. It's fair. Serpentor is in his laser cell. And, uh-huh. uh, Falcon's supposed to be watching the outer perimeter, we learn. He's on guard duty. But instead, he sees Jinx bending over to uh, fix a G.I. Joe vehicle. So he literally goes over and slaps her on her ass yeah. in this cartoon. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I enjoyed that moment a lot. Yeah. She's like, hey, man, uh, this is a fucking jail. You're on guard duty. You're supposed to be fucking watching. He's like... Hey, don't worry about it, sister. Right. There's no anybody could break into this prison. In order to do that, you'd have to X, Y, and Z, all this shit. I know what I'm watching. He's fucking got his eye on that Asian ninja girl's yeah. fucking probably pretty toned butt, I would Caboose, imagine. Hell, After yeah. she trained under who? Blind the Master. Blind Master? Yeah. yeah. That's fucking the Blind Master. It's just stick from Daredevil Comics is what's going wow. on here. Fucking... Come on, give me a break, G.I. Joe. Or a shinkage clan, or whatever they're called. But yeah, as he's saying all the things that would have to happen for somebody to break into this, we're watching Cobra just do all that fucking shit, as yeah, it turns out. Yeah, I like out. that scene. So yeah, it's a I good like little, good little a montage. The Dreadnoughts and the weird mutant people of Cobra Law, they fucking totally break in. Uh, Nemesis Enforcer's wings uh, seem to be able to withstand anything. Yeah. Uh, Pretty sure they're throwing out some weird little cephalopod creatures that blow up like grenades at some point. Yeah. This thing. They got all sorts of little weird animals that do things because they don't use technology, we learn. Fucking everything's weird, organic, organic like bio experiments for them. Yep. General Hawk is fucking pissed. He's like, why isn't Falcon at his post? Fucking, they got in here. This is bullshit. They used the cool metal wings to get through the laser cage. Serpentor's free. Yeah. You're going to get court-martialed. 
fucking falcon. Fucking alpine, gung-ho, and bazooka got fucked up. Yeah, they got injured pretty seriously, I would imagine, in the, in this fight. There's a big shootout, and it does not go well for them. It's court-martial time, you're right. After this, we see a giant slug airship yeah. thing that I, all the bad guys are flying around. I wrote around down... In. A giant bugfish flies yeah. into the vagina of Cobra's mountain base. Right into the Savage Land. Uh, all this, all this shit, just like, she just keeps getting thrown in this movie like it's normal. Yeah. Like nobody's reacting crazy to it. Like, no. what the fuck? What is all this monstrous bioorganic bug fucking shit going on? Yeah. We used to just live in a world of super tanks and like cool vehicles. Yeah. This, this shit's blowing nobody's mind. <laughs> Very little that's being explained. Really weird concept for G.I. Joe the movie. Should have just been Joe versus Cobra, like always. But, anyways, this, this is the scene where we got to meet. Golem and Globus. Yep. Who, uh, voiced by Mickey from Rocky, <laughs> basically just looks like Mojo from the X Men. Yeah. So just answering the question: What if Mojo was in charge of the Savage Land? Yeah. That's what GI Joe the movie is about so far. That's what it's hypothesizing. Uh-huh. So he's like, uh, we're doing some little like dual fucking uh action here. It's like, oh, Falcon's getting court-martialed. Cobra Commander is going to be put on trial. We learn. Yep. So, uh, yeah, fucking Cobra Commander we see is just like stuck in a gigantic fucking clamshell thing yeah it's like it's got him wrapped up so uh hey cobra commander uh you're fucking gonna go on trial now um also dr mindbender i'd like you to know that you remember when we all saw you come up with the idea to create serpentor right it wasn't you actually you're a dum-dum i put a bug in i'm your golden bro. globus the true smart guy i put a little yeah. bug in your brain that created the idea i came up with serpentor so i like that mindbender's like Oh, I'm so totally down with that. Yeah, it's like, hey, uh, kids, you remember all your favorite villains uh, throughout mm-hmm. this whole series that you've mm-hmm. been watching? Turns out none of them have done anything or are cool at all. Well, it's these new fucking weird bug guys that well, did everything. Yeah. So, so deal with it. Yeah. Speaking of trials, Falcon's now uh-huh. being court-martialed. And everybody's like, so uh, you're the worst uh, soldier ever. You've broken every rule. You've mm-hmm. accomplished nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Serpentor, the evilest man on the planet, released from his prison. So, yeah. Yeah, we're kicking you out of the military. You're done. Wow, that's excessive. But Duke's like, wait. Turns out he's my half-brother. Record scratch. So we have to give him another chance. What? To which Falcon's like... Fuck you, Duke. Yeah. I don't even want a second chance. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. To which Duke's like, no, we're going to give you a second chance. I don't know. I don't know why. You're a total asshole. You're really bad at your job. I was like, Hawk's like, all right. Mm -hmm. How about Mm -hmm. we give him a second chance in hell? This is also where I wrote, uh, we just met this character, Falcon. Seemingly, he's the main character of this movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Where is Snake Eyes? They wrote yeah. it all caps right there. Yeah. Right there. Uh, so they're like, all right, you can stay in the G.I. Joe, but you got to go to the slaughterhouse for training. Ooh, and what could like, that be? Oh, man, it's going to be where Sergeant Slaughter trains him, That's which yeah. you could have just had Sergeant Slaughter like training him and the new recruits already. Like, fucking, this is where you can meet the new recruits because it goes to the tra- slaughterhouse. Why do we have to have two fucking training sections? Because this, this guy's a fuck up. Seems pretty redundant. And maybe like you could have uh, streamlined this thing a little bit. No. Nah. Like, one, one training sequence where you meet all the new characters. No, you need a tougher training sequence. Yeah. So, uh, Cobra Commander's trial is also happening. He's doing pretty well. Lots of boring talk about ancient traditions and yeah. shit. We go back to like the beginning of man and stuff in this mm-hmm. montage. And I was like, oh, God. Cobra 
Cobra Lodge. Been around since the Ice Age. It's just a savage land. Same Rise thing as a savage land. Forced them into hiding. Cobra Commander used to be a scientist for Cobra Law. Record like, scratch? Yeah. Big fucking mysterious. You never know who Cobra Commander is. Where does he come from? What's his origin? How did he become Cobra Commander? We learn his origin here. Where does he come from? Where does he go? He's a bug person scientist yeah. who got acid thrown in his face. That's his fucking and origin. Through multiple eyes. No, I hate that. Worst possible oh. origin for Cobra Commander ever. Also, once again, you remember all the military stuff he sat through? Like, yeah. none of that shit mattered. This was all actually a big plan of an ancient fucking bug ancient race of snake people man. from the Arctic. Yeah. I, I told Cobra Commander, me, Goldman Globus, to go start Cobra and yep. take over the world. Turns out he didn't do it. So, uh, now he's going to. Get the spores put on him. Yep. So we learned the big plan here is they're going to launch time. a bunch of big plant missiles into the air. These Full things, of these spores. Once they're fully bloomed, Matured. they're going to release spores, which will de-evolve humans into weird reptile creatures. Yeah. They look quite a bit like all the bad guys in the Super Mario Brothers movie. A little bit. So that's what's going on. But they need the BET to power and its energy up manipulation the to make the spores blossom. Right. So that still hasn't happened yet. Gotta mature the spores. But yeah, fucking they put the spores all over uh, Cobra Commander. And he instantly starts time. turning into a snake man. Yeah. And Serpentor is like, uh, why don't we throw him in jail with all the G.I. Joes? That'll be funny. Yeah. Uh, this is also when I first realized that the winged guy is named Nemesis Enforcer. And I Nemesis Enforcer. About 10 minutes right here. Yeah. It's a cool name, eh? Flint goes to Slaughter High after this is what happens. Uh, they, yes, sir. They dump him out of a plane in the middle of nowhere. Wild Bill and Lift Ticket. His parachute almost pulls him off the edge of a cliff, but he's got to, like, stab his knife in the ground. It's cool. To knock over. It's, it's pretty you cool. liked it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I liked that yeah. a lot. That was a cool thing. He gets found by some jarhead guy who used to be a cobra, as it turns out. He's one of the marauders. Uh, a Hawaiian ice head from Dog the Bounty Hunter who used to be in the NFL. Uh, also a bald guy with a goatee who looks evil and apparently is a former circus acrobat. This is... Uh, we learned these are Slaughter's underlings. The renegades. The marauders. I think they're the renegades. No, they're Slaughter's marauders. marauders. Hmm, either way, we've got two completely new teams of all new toys. Yeah. One one movie. This is our second team of new, to so new toys we got going. They sold the glob gl Globulus. Yeah, Golem and Globus. Nemesis Enforcer and Winged Soldier three pack alongside. Been pretty pricey, all three of them. In the Slaughter's pack. Marauders three they pack. three pack as well. Of Mercer, Red Dog, and Taurus. I could also see uh, maybe creating a G.I. Joe the movie that had a big climactic battle between Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Question mark. Storm Shadow is in this. He's not even in this movie. Beginning five seconds where is like Sepentor's dressing down Cobra. Yeah, he doesn't show he, up again. He's just standing there the in fuck? the background. He's everyone's favorite bad guy. Yeah. yeah. He's the... He's the Ryu to Snake Eyes Ken. Yeah. The two most popular characters. He becomes so popular, he becomes a good guy later on. Yeah, I kind of remember cartoon. that. And didn't, didn't, that didn't play with me, I didn't think. I liked them as being the black and white yin and yang thing. Yeah, yeah. When, but, it, uh, when the cartoon came back. After yeah. Um, <clears throat> so they go to throw fucking Cobra Commander in the jail cell. Yeah. All the Joes are like, oh, here they come. Uh, let's just jump them and escape. When they do it's that. a good plan. To which it's a good plan. It works. 
Roadblock, Snake Eyes, Shipwreck, This is like Scarlet, the first appearance of Snake Eyes we get, man. All the characters I want to see yeah. in this fucking G.I. Joe cartoon movie. Fucking, here, here's where they've been for the last 30 minutes. Fucking yeah. rotten in this cell. So we get like two seconds of them beating up some uh, bad guys before yeah. they just run into a tentacle tree forest and all get attacked by the tentacle trees and instantly swept up again. And I was like, no, we were just about to see how my favorites do cool stuff. Why is this happening? Cobra Commander, though, um, mm-hmm. you know, uncharacteristically warns Roadblock. That's it's right. It's a trap. He's like, dude, it's a trap. Me and you, Roadblock, we're going to stick together. We're going to be an awesome fucking duo for the rest of this movie. Because Cobra Commander can't use his legs anymore because he's yeah. turned into a snake man. Right. Roadblock gets fucking Great Muda misted by the Nemesis Enforcer. Yeah. So he's blinded. He can't see. Yeah. So like he's just got to carry Cobra Commander around the rest of this movie. And Cobra right. Commander is going to be his eyes. That's how they're going to escape. I I did write down, I do like uh, when all the Joes get snatched up except Roadblock, Mm -hmm. and he just watches it all go down and yells, my buddies! (laughs) That's a very honest reaction from him, for Mm -hmm. sure. Uh, so yeah, fucking... They butch and Sundance it. They do. Off a cliff into the water. Uh, Serpentor and all the regular Cobra bad guys ride out to go after the BET while Roadblock and, uh, yeah, Cobra Commander Mm -hmm. escape underground in some tunnels and, like, the water... Uh, and this is the we begin the big section of the movie where every once in a while we go back to Cobra Commander and Roblox. Yeah. Just so Cobra Commander can keep shrieking, I used to be a man. I was once a man. Stuff yeah. like that over and over again. And I'm like, well, not really. You were kind of one of those Cobra Law weird bug man guys yeah, the like whole time. Blue man. We, we revealed that. Yeah, you're some kind of weird blue man. Yeah. So, so not really, but I get what you're saying. You're turning into a giant snake yeah. now, which is probably not cool. That's upsetting. Go back to the slaughterhouse where Flint's, uh, he had to run there while everybody else got to drive back, so he missed dinner. Oh, Falcon, yeah. Or, sorry, yeah, Falcon. Um, uh, so, uh, dinner seemed to be, uh... Oh, it was breakfast. The Marauders and Sergeant Slaughter just eating a bunch of dinosaur ribs, like, from the opening yeah. of the Flintstones cartoon. It's and they were like, you gotta protein. do the dishes now, man. We just ate, like, a whole fucking tray of dinosaur ribs. Right. Slaughter announces to his dudes, like, uh, hey... Why don't we go infiltrate the Terror Dome on Cobra Island? That'd yeah. be a cool thing for four guys to do. Sounds possible. Hell yeah. Falcon's like, hey, not only does it sound possible, why don't we challenge ourselves? Go without any weapons, man. Ooh. Sergeant Slaughter's like, yeah, I'm a fucking ultimate badass. Let's yeah. do it. Falcon, you think you're going to try to one-up me, you little punk? I fucking wrestled Pat Patterson at the yeah. garden. So right, that's it for the slaughterhouse. This mm-hmm. the sequence didn't take long. Could have just had... Combined the two training fucking parts of this movie. Now you had to introduce all those guys. Could have just combined it. This is what I'm telling you. Those guys. Uh, weird plan, but uh, we jump right to their assault on Cobra Island. You get a little five second blurb where the Joes are like, "We finally found a good hiding spot for the BET." Yeah, nobody will ever guess that we're just keeping it in some sort of like I don't know normal looking convoy or something. But turns out Baroness is also a master of disguise. Is she ever? And she was there the whole She's time. She's like, pull off a helmet. I'm not a G.I. Joe guy. I'm the yeah. Baroness. I'm yeah. going to run out of here and tell fucking Cobra everything. Yeah. And then she cackles maniacally. She does. To which I wrote cackle. down, Baroness is sexy as fuck. Yeah. Even when you're yeah. like seven and watching this, right. you're just like, you know that Baroness is sexy as fuck. Right. Like, she had, that figure had some huge titties. Absolutely. Just leather, black leather from head to toe. Might be where my 
chicks with glasses thing mm, originally comes from mm, i'm kind of imagining fair. i think i'm putting that back to the baroness the, big thing for me the, chicks and glasses the baroness figure didn't have a regular head like the other gi joes that went into the body cavity oh no she had one that uh turned left and right oh wow and uh, I threw her against a wall one day, and her head broke. It was Ted's okay. figure. Yeah. I felt bad. Mm-hmm. Probably you're in the toy game. Buy Ted a new Baroness. Uh, yeah, it, probably should. He just do gross things to it at this That's point in fair. his life. We, yeah. we don't need him to have his hands on that. That's a good point. Uh, so uh, they just break into this thing real easy because the ex Cobra guy, uh, what's melted. his name, Mercer. I also melted Lifeline's head. Yeah. Why on exercise? Why bike? A Lifeline? Oh. Just like pacifist a loser grinding it down on yep. the, the strap on the or wheel. The wheel got you. Yeah, it had a wheel. The next Cobra guy is those like Mercer. Hey yeah. man, uh, we could just die hard through the vents of this thing because I used to be a Cobra. I yeah. know all the fucking plans or whatever. So they get in there really easy. Even snakes or even Cobras need air conditioning in That's the summer right, yeah, or huh? some shit. So Slaughter's like, all right, uh, Falcon, we don't really trust you. You're not really good at anything. We'll put you in charge of like a. Uh, Getting because they just eavesdrop on the Cobra's yeah. big plan. They're like, "We'll put you in charge of getting this info to the Joes. We'll just go start a big shootout and cause a distraction." Yeah, you guy who we don't trust, who it's been established fucks everything up. Go do that. We'll just be the distraction. Yeah. Okay. So so that happens. They get in a big fucking shootout. It's pretty cool. Uh huh. So uh, plant some bombs. Falcons like, let's see. Let me get to this radio and radio everybody. Uh, nope. I I'm gonna fail. Yeah, he does. I'm not gonna get the job done. No, he doesn't. So he tries. Slaughter and his guys set up some bombs. They run out and they're like, "Uh, you, where's Falcon? Do you think you got it? <sighs> he didn't do it and he got captured. Now we got to go back inside this place and yeah, save him or something. I don't know why we put him in charge of the side mission. Whole point of this thing, probably. The other guys are kind of like, let's just leave him. Sergeant yeah. Slaughter's like, no, I got oh, this man. thing where I don't leave a man behind. Yeah. Even though if if I was gonna leave anybody behind. It would be Falcon, I'll tell you that right now. 100%. 100%. Uh, so, uh, they yeah, they go and in. get him. They just run back in, yeah. fight through all of Cobra's forces, I guess, into like yeah. the throne room or whatever. And it's like, uh, we got to get our guy and get out of here. Yoink. So they Sarge do. has a little fight with Nemesis Enforcer that's while he's true. in there. Uh, Nemesis Enforcer kind of gets the better of him a little bit. And it's kind of like, oh, that's Sergeant Slaughter, the toughest G.I. Joe, man. How yeah. tough is this Nemesis Enforcer guy? Right. But they run out just in the nick of time as mm-hmm. the entire terror drome explodes. Right. Which, thankfully, even though every cobra in there has to just die horribly, yeah, all the ones we know, like their names of the main guys, yeah, they're fine. Right. Like they're all just like fine in that throne room or whatever. All the, that didn't explode. Just yeah. everything else did. Crimson guards, vipers, all them. Done, so Pentor is like, uh, I want their heads. This I command. Yes. We got to secure the BET here. You got to. Cobra's coming for the BET. Mm-hmm. G.I. Joe counters by launching a bunch of tanks and planes. They're like, oh, fuck, Cobra found us. They're coming yeah. after us. Uh, hey, rookies. The, yeah, the, hold raw, down the, the raw hides. They're like, we're not going to hold down the fort, man. Let's hotwire a helo. Yeah. Go out there and do some fucking fighting. Not just any helo. It's the tomahawk. Yeah, it's the G.I. Cool Joe tomahawk. I think I might have had this tomahawk, if I remember correctly. And Piloted it was like one of by the Wild jewels, Bill. Yep. One of the crown jewels of my collection. Came in that gray and p- cat puke orange. Sounds real fucking cool. Oh, yeah. So, cool G.I. Yeah, Joes are great soldiers, so they're kind of kicking Cobra's ass here at the beginning. Like, yeah. Uh, everything's going pretty well. Even the new recruits are, like, getting some shots in. Until, 
They weren't expecting this. Whole bunch of Cobra Law fighter jets show up. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know, they look Spitting like jizz. weird cicadas or something. Yeah. Yes, and we learn they can spit jizz out of the front of them, and all the G.I. Joe vehicles start getting jizzed up. Yeah. Like, they're totally inoperable. Once this jizz hits them, it turns into, like, jizz tentacles. Yeah. They weren't expecting this. They're all globbed up and cum. Uh, it's, it's not good for them. Uh, it, oh, we should say they hotwire the tomahawk. This is when Chuckles, right. the Hawaiian shirt guy, just gets up on top of it and manually spins the blades. Yeah. And that's how they're able to get it going. It's He's weird. pretty great. He's just on top of the thing, shooting a pistol from it. They get jizzed. They get right fucking out of the jizzed air, right out of the air. They yeah. crash. Luckily, none, none of them die in the horrible. We get a crash. great line from uh, from Law right here. Oh, okay. Man, who ever heard of getting shot down by a salad? Yeah, that's true. Fucking ranch dressing, I guess, is what's going on here. So, uh, Cobra, no, 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 fucking uh, Serpentor also uh, debuts the battle cry. Yes. I think here, the new Cobra battle cry. It's not going to be Cobra Commander no. yelling, Cobra! It's even what's, better. What's the new one, Matt? Cobra! La, 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 They're Cobra Law now, apparently. It's fucking cool as hell, and this is clearly why the Hasbro people were like, we don't need to call it something other than Cobra Law. We can have to do this with cool fucking Cobra la 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 fucking battle cry. Gartier or so, whatever yell. I'll, la, I'll, la, I'll admit, I've been poo-pooing a lot of this new stuff because yeah. I got my old favorites. Mm-hmm. Cobra la 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 fucking battle cry. Pretty fucking cool. Everybody loves Cobra la 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 Just when you think things couldn't get any worse, all our fucking tanks and shit are jizzed up. This is where it gets better. Giant fucking sandworm just comes out of the ground. And I mean giant. Huge. A dune-esque giant sandworm. Yeah. Just starts fucking... Eating all their tanks and stuff. Making great growling noises oh, as it comes out of the uh, ground. Then it just smashes itself right through the front of the Joe's base. Yep. What's the third? Is it the pit? Is that what their base is fucking called? Uh, They do have the pit. This isn't the pit, though. Uh, There was a pit toy fucking, right? Like still, a big command still center. Still have it, and I still I gonna have say, the box. That was it. not, I remember, as big or as expensive as the USS Falcon, the no. aircraft carrier. A couple yeah. slabs of. <laughs> I think I might have had the pit. It's cool, though. And it sounds, yeah, like it would have been the biggest fucking toy, like the Joe base, but but, but it weirdly was not. No, it's just three little sections, had a little jail, little conference room. definitely had Had a garage lift, yeah. All coming back to me, especially that elevator. Mm -hmm. So fucking, they smash right into fucking where the BET is being held in like a steel globe or something. Yeah. Everybody, Destro is like, open that fucking thing up. That's where the BET is. Everybody's trying. But, you know, all of our classic Cobra villains who we love, yes. they got to be proven to be impotent at every Cucks. fucking turn. Every one like, of none them. None of them can get in there. Nemesis Enforcer, though, is just like, yeah. my fucking wrist blades are made out of adamantium, motherfucker. Right? I'm the cool, new, fucking awesome dude. He is. Everybody's going to buy my figure. It's going to totally revamp G.I. Joe as far as we know it and take it to new heights. I'm going to cut through right this thing. The best. We got the BET, no problem. They do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Got to sell those Nemesis and Fortune figures. You got to. Everybody's got a Destro already, so yeah. you're not going to have Destro do anything cool in this movie. And they did it smart. They did a three-pack. They were like, bro, you want a, a Nemesis and Forcer figure? You got to get Turns shitty. Out, yeah, you're going to be stuck with the Golem and Globus, too, and fucking, man. The fucking Snow Owls soldier. Just a soldier. dork with a fucking, I don't know, slug bottom and a one green arm. Yeah. Cool, huh? Yeah. It's fucking cool, huh? I don't yeah. think so. Oh, what's going on here? Got some sort of notification. 
Um, oh, nothing important. Oh, what's going on? I don't know. I've been waiting for maybe a call-in from a special uh, expert, a special expert. I don't know. Oh, wow. <clears throat> so, Is it Bill Hasbro? It could be. could be. Uh, just in the Joe's darkest moment when they've got the BET, mm-hmm. all their vehicles are jizzed up. It's like, oh, no. We're, this, this is not working for us. Yeah. Slaughter and the boys show up out of nowhere. Fucking Hell shooting yeah. all their fucking red good guy lasers. Yeah. Serpentor's like, I'm just going to blow them up real quick with a rocket. It's kind of cool. Which he does. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's going to be a big triumphant moment where like the tide turns. No, Serpentor just blows them up real, real qu- fucking quick. He just grabs like a RPG, yells out a Cobra, yeah. la, 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 and just lets them so have it. They get exploded. Duke. Yeah. The half brother of Falcon. He sees. They share some sort of past clear with the half brothers. Same he mother. He out, Falcon! Yeah. And he runs. He sees that Serpentor has pulled one of his shoulder snakes out of his shoulder and made yeah. it all stiff and hard. So yeah. it's like a fucking pokey snake knife right. now. He's about to stab Falcon right in his heart. Yeah. Duke's fucking the ultimate G.I. Joe, man. The ultimate soldier. <sighs> He jumps right in front of that thing, and yeah. he takes this dick knife into the heart. Right in there. Stabbed directly into his heart. Right this in there, This is like there, a yeah. big fucking snake blade, too. So this obliterates his entire heart. It like destroys He has no it. heart left. After Nothing. He's getting stabbed directly in the heart by this thing. And uh, so, yeah, this is where Duke dies. Essentially. Quote, unquote, yeah. in the movie. <laughs> Yeah. For fucking Falcon, of all people. Fucking... Well, you know. So we get a big dramatic death scene where Falcon's cradling him. He's like, oh, Duke, I'm realizing my whole approach to life has maybe been not on point. Yeah. Uh, maybe I've made a mistake or two. Duke's like, just promise me that you'll stop being an asshole fuck up. Yeah. And he's like, I promise, Duke. And Duke gives the iconic last words. Yo, Joe. It's good very, stuff. very emotional. It's good stuff. Big fucking moment. Until it's completely undercut by hilarious ADR where somebody just says off camera, he's gone into a coma. Yep. <laughs> a coma? His heart just got stabbed out. Duke's gone in a coma. I know. It's serious. Golem and Globus gets the BET. They come back with it. He instantly just turns that shit on and the spores yeah. ripen and shit. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. So... So he wins. Yeah. Everything's done then. Globulus the, everything is Everything they're trying to do. Uh, he's happy. But he's like, no, wait. This time worm I have slowly crawling up this little poker fucking knife thing. Sort of like a tiny version of like a knight's lance he's holding. Yeah. He's like, once the time worm gets to the top, then it's all going to be done. And I'm like, oh, all right. Whatever. It's, it looks Whatever you cool. say. So uh, they're like, all right, we got to go stop this shit. Except for you new guys, the rawhides, yeah. beachheads, like, you guys all suck. You're not fucking coming out. Fucking, these shitty figures aren't going to sell. Beachheads still in the top five right. of the sales charts. I'm going on this mission, motherfucker. They know where they need to go because everybody's favorite mass hole dial tone. Uh-huh, He's yeah. got a bead on the BET. That's right. So yeah. I'm just going to track that thing all the way to fucking the Savage Land. Uh, meanwhile, uh, they're on their way there and... We go back to Cobra Commander and Roadblock, who are uh, walking through the snow. Cobra mm-hmm. Commander is now completely legless and just coiled around Roadblock. They're both about to give up here. Yeah, he keeps rambling about how he used to be a man. Roadblock's like, quit talking about how you used to be a man! So then he starts Homer Simpson strangling him, which yeah. is pretty important, or pretty pretty funny, until they just like roll down a snow hill and like strangling each other, just right to the feet of the other G.I. Joe, who are like, hey, look, it's Roadblock. Yep. Uh, We're going to... 
fix your blindness, because we know how to do that, how to fix uh, somebody who's been mystically blinded by Cobra Law Powder. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, just join the gang. We're about to go do the big grand finale and fight of the movie. Who they? Come on, guys. They run into Flint... Lifeline and Iceberg, I believe. Okay. Ooh, here. Iceberg. He's, yeah. he's different from Snowjob. How? He's one of the, the black G.I. Joes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Voiced by Destro. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll buy all this. Booming low voice on so that. So we one. get a big finale assault on the fucking Savage Land, but it doesn't last long because we established earlier there's a bunch of tentacle trees on the perimeter. Yeah. You try to run out of there or in there. You're just going to get caught up in the tentacle trees. Yeah, Hawk shows up with all the good guys, and uh, right as they're about to the tentacle trees, oh, yeah. Roadblock's, roadblock's like, like, hey, uh, oh. don't just march them right into the tentacle trees. Yeah. Uh, if you tell them to stop, yeah. th- this would make me pleased. Hawk, don't run in there with your truck. If you do, we'll all be fucked. Yeah, this, yeah. this is probably better, but uh, it's too late. They all get captured, and I was like, oh, no, literally everyone was captured. Yeah. I see this is where this is going now. They're all going to have to be saved by the new figures, the right. rawhides. This is literally giant size X-Men. Yeah. We're just doing giant size X-Men where all the original X-Men are trapped on Krakoa and all the new X-Men have to debut and save them. But in doing so... Also, this is the third time where I wrote in all caps. Free up. Where the fuck is Snake Eyes? He's tied up in one of them trees, man. <laughs> Snake Eyes can't pull out a katana and fight off some tentacles? He tried when they fucking tied him up. Give me he a break. could only cut so Give fast. Give me a break. So, uh, yeah, fucking Rawhides show up. They steal, like, some dreadnought one-man chopper things, fly over the tentacle trees, yep. and they're just like, all right, beat up all the Cobra soldiers pretty easily. Oh, we also get uh, the other famous Law line. Oh, okay. When he, you love when, Law. When they Is go Law to, your favorite G.I. Joe character? No, Ted was a big Law and Order wow. guy. He's just got some great lines in this movie where they go to steal the Dreadnought mm-hmm. uh, vehicles and the Dreadnoughts uh, spot them and say, Hello, hello, hello. And Law responds with, Adios, adios, adios. And punches him right in the face. Pretty fucking good. Uh, so yeah, Golem and Globus is like, Oh, fuck. The rawhides are beating up all my guys. Yeah. I'm going to wave my hands around and make a whole bunch of weird giant dinosaur bugs come to life it, out yep. of nowhere. Like everything's turning into a dinosaur bug and just attacking. And I wrote some of the design work on these fucking creatures is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. It's very like uh, imaginative and like weird how like a bridge becomes like a big spider cricket that thing. That whole and bridge scene is so fucking Geiger. It cool. Like, yeah. It's fucking like a nightmare. HR Geiger yeah. or whatever. But also I wrote, but it's not G.I. Joe toys. All and this stuff could be sold in a completely different toy line. Yeah. Like I said, if this was just a Starship Troopers cartoon yeah. and you just sold like fucking space marines and all these gigantic bug creatures to fight them. Yeah. You can fucking sell some of those. But it's not G.I. Joe toys. Yeah. Where do they think this is all leading? Yeah, I don't know. So people start pairing off here. Sergeant Slaughter and the Nemesis Enforcer have a big fucking rematch from their skirmish. Yeah. Pythona and Jinx pair up. Yeah. I was like, Jinx is a big enough character to get one of the big finale showdowns with somebody? I guess I don't know. Pythona has hasn't done much either, so I guess yeah. the two chicks got to fight each other. Falcon two pairs tricks, off with Serpentor here, so He's got a Venge Duke a big moment. Um, so yeah, I wrote for the fourth time here. None of these people are classic GI Joe characters. Where is Snake Eyes? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jinx uh, is like, 
all right, I know how to take this bitch out. I'm going to put a blindfold over my eyes. Yeah. And then, yeah, she just beats the shit out of Pythona. Yeah. This pathetic character who does nothing and doesn't even get a toy. Golobulus ripped open the earth. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, Jinx just fucking ducks her real yeah. quick and just, you know, chucks her into, into the, the pit. pit. Yeah. So that's important. We've got a big yeah. pit between everybody and Golem and Globus in the BET now. So yeah. it's like he's, he's off on his own. Uh, uh, what goes on here? Uh, what do you fucking get? Cobra Commander comes in. Uh, yeah. Saves Falcon, who's about Pentor's to get... Pentor's got him, yeah. Strangulated by snake. one of the shoulder snakes. And he's like, I'm a snake. You're a snake. Let's have a snake fight. Yeah. And then Falcon's like, I saw the movie The Incredibles. I know how to fucking take out Serpentor. We yeah. pull his fucking cape right into the spinning blades of his whirly gig right. thing. No he capes. He fucking is taken out. Fucking crashes into the pit. Yeah. So Serpentor's dead. Uh fucking Sarge. Sergeant Slaughter, what's his big plan for uh, beating the Nemesis Enforcer? Clearly, he's got to come up with some sort of strategy, yeah. right? Beat the shit out of the <laughs> Nemesis Enforcer. That's right. He just does a bunch of pro wrestling moves, body slams and uh, yeah. elbow drops, and he's like, this is for Duke! This is for whatever the I got, fuck! I got you everything right okay, here. Good, good. Oh, this was, this, this this is great. a classic this is great. one. This Maybe is, the is moment for of the movie. gung-ho Alpine and Bazooka! This is for Falcon! This is for me. This is for Duke. And this is for the U.S. of A. You make me sick. (laughs) This is enough with a you make me sick. Uh, So, yeah, all the fucking bad guys are taken out. Except Golem and Globus is still over on his own with the fucking BET doing all the shit. The time worm is almost fucking up to the top of the thing. Yeah, he's like... Falcon, I, I'm just going to mm-hmm. fucking kill you, bro. Yeah, so Fa- Falcon, yeah, he's over there on the other half, too. I don't remember how he gets over there. Oh, because he flies on Serpentor's yeah. uh, thing as it's crashing. Yeah. Gets over the pit. Serpentor crashes into the pit, and he fucking gets slapped around by his big fucking, like, slug tail thing. Golem Globus is just like, oh, yeah. no, Falcon, what are you going to do? It's kind of just like the end of RoboCop 2, where he just uh, takes the little... Knight's thing just very easily and stabs Golden Globus in the eye and then he's instantly dead from it. Well, you know. It's very easy. Once once he just... T- he should have knives strapped all over him. He should, should, it should have been real easy then to take this guy out. It, it They don't show the eye stab, but they show the no, eye yeah, right after. Away in like a 1960s horror movie fashion. <laughs> they, sh- they show his eye immediately you don't after. You see the and penetration. Like blue goop coming out of like the eye hole. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I like that part. Cool. But yeah... uh Unfortunately, it's too late. Yeah, the BET has done its job. The spores—they're—they're they're out. They're yeah. in space. They're coming down to de-evolve all of humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, ugh, nah, fucking Cobra Law wins. And then Falcon is like, no, I'm the main character of this yeah. movie. They got Don fucking Johnson to be my voice for a reason. I'm gonna save the day. Right. If I overload the BET. Shoot a super laser into space. I'll fry all that shit gonna before it even do gets it. through the atmosphere. So he does that. Uh, but he's trapped as everything is starting to explode. The BET's sparking. It's going to go. He's like, oh, no, I'm trapped on this side of the pit. I guess I had to sacrifice myself yeah. fucking in honor of my country and Duke. I've matured as a man now. Yeah, he's like, y'all leave. 
Sergeant Slaughter's like, no, I've established I don't leave a fucking man behind. That's right. I'm going to take off my belt. Me and Jinx are going to do some Cirque du Bolshe bullshit. Yeah. I'm going to spin her around. You jump and grab her ankles, and we're all going to get out of here. That's right. Don't grab your own ankles. Grab her ankles. Mm-hmm. Until later. This right. Is for the celebration. We later. all go home. That's so what's going to happen. Or nobody goes home. So, yeah, all of Cobra Law explodes. Like, the entire fucking yeah. ice-domed, uh, savage-land fucking area all the bad mutant stuff is like killed and exploded. Mm-hmm. All the good guys are fine though. Immediately, they're all imme- they're all completely fine. And immediately, Hawk gets a call on the radio. Oh, what what do they say? Hawk, it's Doc. Duke made it out of his coma. One final big moment where we get a hearty yo Joe from everybody stoked that Duke ain't gonna be dead. Clearly all last minute tinkering to yeah. uh, put that mega happy ending in right there. Cool that he recovered from being stabbed directly in the heart. Oh, one last fucking moment. Yeah. We learned that Falcon and Jinx are like a couple now. Right. So, right. Yeah, he is going to be grabbing his ankles later. They're uh, making out which, under the twinkling of the fuck spores. That. Fucking Falcon's a womanizer. He doesn't settle down with Jinx. No, it's bullshit. He yeah. He's got to be jumping from lady yeah. to lady. Speaking of which, she's fucking cover girl. Where are Scarlet and Lady J? They've done nothing in this movie. The end credits are rolling. Snake Eyes didn't even get a moment to do anything cool in the whole fucking movie. It's over. Also, uh, as the fucking spores are twinkling down from the heavens. Oh, it's beautiful. Falcon looks up at the skies and is like, yeah, thanks, big brother. Mm. So apparently nobody told him that Duke's alive. Okay, yeah. It's all, we're all stardust, That's man. Just like in that one Colin Farrell movie. Mm, mm, e- easy horse. Easy horse. Matt, that's G.I. Joe the movie. So sure let's is. take a break. Hear what some upcoming uh, events are going to be. All and of them. When we come back, G.I. Joe the movie will enter Judgment Day. Lee Martin's terrorizing a small western town. Liberty Valance, the toughest man south of the picket wire. Next to me. But John Wayne and Jimmy Stewart are determined to bring him to justice. What kind of man are you? This kind, dude. You better start packing a handgun. I don't want to kill him. I want to put him in jail. Out here, a man settles his own problems. I hate tricks, Pilgrim. But that's what you're up against with Valance. He's almost as fast as I am. I don't like tricks myself, so that makes us even. Either you get out of town, or tonight you'll be out in that street alone. John Ford's Western classic, The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Oh, hell no. What's up, dog? Iki! What? I'm a computer. Stop all the downloading. Help, computer. I don't know much about computers other than... Other than the one we got in my house, my mom put a couple games on there and I played. G.I. Joe!
has been taught the mystic arts of war. Sai. He has mastered a thousand years of secrets. He has learned the way of the ninja. Now, a soldier on a suicide mission. They have been sent to paradise. Excuse me, ma'am. Wow. To defeat a conspiracy that threatens the entire world. Who set me up? I said who? The lion. Who's the lion? He's a millionaire. He made his money on drugs. He's doing research. The super ninja. The ultimate fighting machine. Like a predatory tiger, you will feel no pain. Miracles. And know no emotion but hate. It's ninja against ninja. Tommy, the tower! Together, they must destroy the most powerful criminal empire the world has ever known. He must defeat the most lethal assassin alive. And they must not fail. Michael Dudikoff returns as the American Ninja with Steve James in American Ninja 2, The Confrontation. The suspense is killing me. Which is the main speaker i don't know sounded good in my cans is it your call has been forwarded oh, to no. a voice message system 219 oh oh yo he can't give out his oh, number man. on the air uh, 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 oh there we go we're we're oh it's beep now oh is we leaving a, a voice message yeah. you we... had your chance and, and you, you blew it. it trying to get uh, all nerd things expert Tom Rock yeah. to call in on this episode and give us his opinions on a, I don't even know what. Who I'm knows? I'm sure he probably Who's had all the say? comics. That guy's got every comic Oh, yeah, ever. he did. He would have been able to say all sorts of shit about the comics. Mm-hmm. Probably would have been talking about like all the different a lot specific of gaps. weapons that came with each uh, hmm. figure. I don't know, but Disappointment sweeps the land. C'est la vie, I guess. Uh, yeah. Motherfucker must be at work or something. Just gonna let that voice or maybe in a green out, man. It's oh, 420, hell bro. yeah. Tom wants to get high. Guess we'll have to do it without him. I, Fuck it, this we'll is a uh, real disappointment to uh, the tr- real American heroes out there. That's right. Tom Rock fucking bails on us. Mm-hmm. I sent a group text to Ted and Dave, uh-huh. two huge GI Joe huge. fans. Let them know. Hugest. Hey, doing the podcast oh, tomorrow. You oh, guys clan. got any? Thoughts, any add-ins you want, you know, no send them my way. Nothing. There's nobody, Nothing. It's like when uh, Duke came through for Falcon in the movie. Like, this shit doesn't happen anymore. It was a better time back in the 1980s. Nate. Yeah. It just so happens the same place where Duke got hit by that snake uh-huh. is the same place where I have American tattooed on my body. Yeah, that's right. Because you and I, the only two true living Real American heroes. Well, that's in Hulk Hogan's podcast. Still, well, yeah. Fucking, we're yeah. Gonna, gonna whitewash Hulk Hogan. Duh. Not being an American no, hero for no, sure. No, no. Says it right in his entrance song. He's a real that's American. Right. Uh, let's get into Judgment Day, I guess. Yep. Uh, so we can stop this uh, voicemail we're leaving. Why? Rock, I guess because you got to do air horns and shit. So oh, that's fair. Gotta, yeah, we'll, we cut them off. Cut them off. Cut them off. Judgment Day is when we go out to the internet to see what you, the people, had to say about the film we watched. Mm-hmm. I read some five ninja star reviews, some one ninja star reviews. Uh, you know, we talk about them, we absorb them, and then we give our final thoughts in ninja star rating. Yeah, 
Uh, let's, let's get down to it. Let's see what I got here. Okay. Uh, the first one Ninja Star review is from a letterboxed user named Antonius Block. That's a stupid name. Oh, that sounds pretty classic. Do you think he's me. Roadblock? Because he's not. He starts off with a quote from Sergeant Slaughter. Uh-huh. Uh, and I quote, And this is for the U.S. of A. Hell yeah, it That's is. quoted to Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. And he goes on to say, Uh-huh. A great toy advertisement from the 80s, full of childhood memories, but with eyes of a grown-up and seeing how the world evolved after the Cold War makes you also identify the U.S. of A. military presence around certain parts of the world like the G.I. Joes have turned into Cobra. Oh no! I was thinking. I thought he was maybe about to get a ham. Getting political in it, but but just to let maybe his words sink in a little bit, okay. he does end okay. his review with one more Sergeant Slaughter quote, and I quote: "The price of liberty is eternal vigilance." Mm. Did Sergeant Slaughter say that? Yeah, I don't remember him saying that. Yeah. This sounds this sounds way too deep for Sergeant Slaughter. No, he said that. Uh... You know, anyway, truer words there. Right before he fought Warrior. One Ninja Star review from Letterbox user Antonius Block, who yeah. uh, says Mixed with, with modern eyes, maybe the rah rah, let's go America uh, message of G.I. Joe does not track anymore in 2022. And that's why we're in the fucking shit. What they right call now. him, like uh, overseas, like action men or something? Oh, fucking, yeah. Couldn't call a G.I. Joe a real American hero yeah, and sell it to all those little. Fucking nerdy British boys. Had a different name over France, too. Mm, mm. Yeah. I bet fucking French G.I. Joe's sucked. We come from France. Uh, one more. One more. One Ninja Star review. This one. This one's, I don't know. Maybe bringing up some points that I can't argue with. This is one Ninja Star from IMDb user Aaron1375. That's a cool name. How's he spell Aaron? Double A-R-O-N. Oh, so it is a dude. Mm. Aaron says... For me, it just didn't seem like G.I. Joe at all. When I watched it as a kid, I just didn't care for it. Well, he's a liar. In fact, the part I liked best about this one was the opening credits. Well, that's fair. They changed so many facts around and turned the story around as well. Cobra Commander is supposedly part of this stupid race of reptile people in Antarctica or something that is frozen. Oh, I always thought he was a normal guy, considering every time you saw his eyes in the series, they were surrounded by normal colored flesh and not the blue that his face was here. Yeah. There is just too much crap in this one to try and make this a spectacular movie. But for me, it just ruins what I watched the series for in the first place. Oh. Probably a lot of snake eyes and super vehicles, I would imagine. That's Probably. What I was one Ninja Star from IMDb user, Aaron1375. Yeah. Uh, there's good uh, points. This is some people in the middle on this one, as, as we said in the rundown. A sixty-five percent audience mm-hmm. score. So, like a lot of people in the middle, it was kind of hard to find people who really hated it or really loved it. But I did find a couple people who think five ninja stars. Like okay. this fucking, this is a perfect fucking movie right here. GI Joe colon the movie. I'd like to hear what they have to say. First one is an IMDb user named Generation of Swine. Well, here we go. Who says? So Duke and Slaughter are sergeants and somehow outrank Lieutenant Falcon, who is an officer and not a non-com? I guess they took a page out of Oliver Stone's platoon. (laughs) And Falcon is a screw-up, 
which was a lot different from the Falcon of the comic books, mm. who was an actual Green Beret and acted like one. Heck, he was a lot different from the Falcon of the File mm. Cards. And Jinx, well, she was a lot different too, wasn't she? Wasn't she? And so was Beachhead and Tunnel Rat, who was actually Larry Hama. And well, the list goes on and on. I don't understand. Tunnel Rat was uh, G.I. Joe writer Larry Hama? I don't know what that means. Yeah. Maybe he was a tunnel rat in real life? I don't know. Maybe. But who cares? The people that read the comics and the file cards were used to the cartoon being nothing at all like the G.I. Joe we really loved. True. But we watched it anyway because it was fun. And it didn't matter because different characters were highlighted anyway. And ultimately, it was just fun. It was an insane story that appealed to the child inside of us, and it appeases to that same child. It appeases to that same child today. Jesus Christ. Five ninja stars from Generation of Swine, who's got to appease that kid who's inside of him. You know, in the cartoon, Falcon Uh, later got addicted to drugs because of the headmaster. I thought the cartoon ended after this. Well, they did more cartoon after this. I haven't seen any of that, but bringing drugs into it sounds pretty cool. It's when Cobra Commander gets the new silver helmet. Oh, I vaguely remember that. Did not like the, the skin new around his eyes. Cobra Commander at yeah. all. Classic Cobra Commander, one of my favorite character designs of all time. Now, are you a the mirrored face like you get in the movie here, uh-huh. or do you like the classic hooded Matt, head? Matt, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I love that he had a casual look and a battle look. That's like fair. It made sense to me. That's fair. Made fucking sense to me. To I mean, me, nothing. Classic mirrored fucking helmet's the coolest. No, thing, man. That you like fucking had the, the best? hood? Yeah, dude. That's like saying you like fucking Friday the 13th 2 fucking burlap sack Jason better than hockey mask Jason. That's crazy. It's completely That's different. That's fucking craziness. It's completely different. But I do like the burlap sack guy in uh, fucking The Strangers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cl- classic right there. Another five ninja star review. This one from a letterboxed user named Brock Williams. Brock! Mm, sounds like a classic name. He says, American propaganda that pits the quote unquote righteous military against Earth's quote unquote evil indigenous people of Cobra Law. <laughs> Poorly animated, chock full of racist <laughs> stereotypes and late 80s jingoism. G.I. Joe the movie is by objective standards detrimental and bad. But nostalgia and the what Patrick H. Williams would call gonzo blockbuster quality of the plot prohibit me from seeing the film with objective lenses. There we go. I mean, come on. Spores that will undo evolution? Cobra Commander literally becomes a cobra? Mm -hmm. Swamp Witch? Sergeant Slaughter running boot camp? Bug keys? There we go. What is a bug key? Doesn't matter. And the list goes on and on. Also, there's a great thread of American versus indigenous values. Reliance on the inorganic and man-made versus connection to nature. The simultaneous Mm, trials, etc. But the wrong side wins. Oh, boy. Someone give me $200 to shoot a live-action remake almost beat for beat. Sans the racism in my version. I don't think Duke there's dies. Any Cobra Law wins, reverts Earth back to its Eden-like state, and Cobra Commander roams the Earth forever, hissing that he was once a man. Eden-like state. 
Have fun taking a shit without a phone and dying when you're fucking 28 because you don't have any basic medicine. They would have some sort of fucking loser. weird little cephalopod creature they could keep in their hand that would have Twitter on it at least or something. Okay. As long as there's something. Five Ninja Stars from Letterboxd user Brock Williams, who brought up some interesting points, I think, about how, as much as I dislike a lot of the new weird shit in this uh, uh-huh. movie, uh-huh. if you were to just make a straight fucking live action <laughs> It'd be wild remake man. of this thing. That'd be a wild fucking movie. I feel like that would really peel a lot of people's skulls open and piss It'd all over wild. their brains. Fucking wild man. Wild baby. Uh, speaking of wild men, mm-hmm. uh, you're a wild man. I it's am. Time to hear your final thoughts in your fucking ninja star rating. Older GI Joe. Older brother movie. of one of the most famous wild men of all time. Uh, yeah. Dave-O. Oh, they used to call wild him. Man. They used to call him that, they you know. They used to chant it. Yeah. Fucking that college bar. Wild man. man. Wild man, they would say. Oh, summer nights. Nate, what do mm-hmm. I think about G.I. Joe colon the movie 1987? Well, I don't have to even say all that shit because I never bothered watching any of those other G.I. Joe quote unquote movies. Uh, the live action ones from the yeah. early 2000s? Never saw a one. Mm. I think I saw bits and pieces of maybe the second one. The one with like on the rock in once. it? Yeah, I and think so. And Bruce Willis? I think I remember being Bruce like... Bruce Willis? I could see sitting through this maybe someday, but then never did. Recently, they yeah. dropped a Snake Eyes movie, Yeah, correct? Yeah. I've not heard anybody say that they saw that. Right. Like Literally, I saw it like on a menu once when I was right. scrolling, and I was like, they just dropped a Snake Eyes fucking yeah. movie? I've not heard anyone mention that. The whole... At all. The whole big issue of it was, uh, you know, mm. they made Snake Eyes an Asian dude. Well, that's pretty weird. And the whole dichotomy, you know, of yeah. Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow was it's, that Storm Shadow resented Snake Eyes right. for being American. It's a classic Ken and Ryu fucking relationship. Yeah, going on there. Yeah, and they just it's where yeah. a lot of the rivalry comes from. Did away with all that. The white guy came in and fucking adopted all your traditions and right. you resent him for it. Yeah, that's that's weird. So do yeah. they make uh, Storm Shadow like a black guy? <laughs> He's like a black lesbian. <laughs> I hate you, Snake Eyes. You bad. Uh, that's not how black lesbians talk. That's how I would talk if I was a black lesbian Which, playing Storm Shadow. You, I, Which I identify, identify as. It Who knows? As Who knows? You could. Yeah. Sometimes. It's not offensive. Nothing we do here is offensive. No. Thank you. Looky here. Uh, G.I. Joe, the movie, mm-hmm. might be seen as offensive to some on account of it steers clear of most things we loved about G.I. Joe, yeah. the cartoon. Yeah. But it's still all the there, racial man. stereotypes. That shit's all great. It's, it's still all there. They, they give you that fucking intro, which is just like a bone they're throwing you where they're like, eh, we get it, man. They're fighting space monsters and shit here. But like, look, it's still the thing you like here, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, these new characters, although shoehorned to sell toys, which is stupid because they didn't even make toys of everybody. Big Lob didn't get a figure until 2010. Failure. Big you know? failure. Jinx, he, she did. Supply Tunnel rat, chain issues in 1987. Longer, all there, but... Yeah. Probably what happened. Could have been. Could have been. Um, it's always good to introduce new characters. There's nothing wrong with that. Some of them were better Not than really others. Suck. Big Lob, Chuckles, you know. I mean, we all great like Great stuff. Fucking Chuckles is phenomenal. Everybody here is a big Chuckles Chuckles fan. We can all is phenomenal, agree that. yeah. I uh, got that figure way later down the road. Found him loose somewhere. Mm. It was well past toy found playing. Found loose Chuckles? But it was like, I never had Chuckles and always wanted Chuckles. Mm. 
Here's a dollar for that loose figure. Um, he wears a Hawaiian shirt, like Magnum sure P.I. He's nuts. It's probably a party animal. What a wackadoo that know. guy is. I think he's got super strength. <laughs> it's unclear. As a movie, Nate, this thing's pretty fucking self-contained. That's true. Storyline starts. Yeah. Storyline doesn't get off course except for the stupid storyline mm. until it's very completion. Mm-hmm. They don't shoehorn in a lot of extra stuff here, man. Yeah. Uh, extra characters. Not extra yes, plot threads. But it's all just contained in this small little G.I. Joe the movie universe. Could it could have had either Slaughter's Marauders or the Rawhides, maybe. Didn't need both of them. Like if you were doing this as a live action movie, there's only like four different locations in this movie. Oh yeah, very true. You gotta save money on those uh animated backdrops. Yeah. So uh I don't know. It works. I really like uh, the big fight where Duke should have died. Mm. That big whole hullabaloo that they have, have been like, where they first introduced the centipedes Duke's coming dead. out of the earth. Kind of don't really like him. Now Flint's in charge. I would have been doing a little fist pumping when I was watching this thing for the first time as a little kid. That's fair. That's fair. Kind of like when uh, Ultimate Warrior pinned Hulk Hogan. And I was just like, oh, I was like, Ultimate Warrior better. This is yep. fucking cool for yeah, me. Here we go. This is what we all wanted. Uh, it goes off the rails batshit insane with that big fight where we get the first Cobra la 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 the revisit when the Cobra gets the drop on the Joes again seems a little extra all in all I don't hate this movie haven't seen it in a really long time turns out I still remembered a whole hell of a lot of it anyways three and a half I still had a good time three and a half ninja stars I kind of got a theory I had a fonder memories of this okay uh than than i thought i did and then i think that maybe uh like i said a little bit earlier i was conflating gi joe the movie with that big serpentor multi-part episode yeah i think maybe that might be a better gi joe the movie than this if i was to watch that all as like one big block would that make a better gi joe the movie that's my theory Mm. it's my theory just like end it with a big new Serpentor fucking bad guy, but then like they take him down. I don't know. I don't know. The animation here is great. Sure is. It looks beautiful. This, like I said, maybe the apex of Western animation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Before digital took over. Hate the, the lame story. I hate all the new characters. Hate all the weird Savage Land X-Men bullshit being shoehorned into the super military stuff of G.I. Joe. Just doesn't fit tonally for me. I mean, they also had, like, the Space Corps later on. G.I. Joe, the movie. Sure, that could be a spinoff G.I. Joe thing. Fucking G.I. Joe's fighting monsters could be a spinoff. But this was G.I. Joe, the movie. The big moment on the big screen. Should have been all the characters you love getting big fucking things. Not just a bunch of half-ass introductions and new things that didn't even get toys. Um, 1987, a big year for me. Big year where I learned a little something... About disappointment. Wow. There was another movie that came out that year, Masters of the Universe. We watched which that. Which also, it was good. yeah, with modernized, but as a child, it was like, who are all these new characters? Where are all my favorites? <laughs> Why fair. doesn't this really look anything like the He Man I know and love? I walked yeah. out of that thing pissed. I think, I don't really remember my reaction to G.I. Joe the movie. I think it just kind of was to me. It might flip flop. With modernized, Masters of the Universe looks a lot better to me. Yeah. With modernized, G.I. Joe the movie. Looks a lot worse. Well, uh, where was all the cool ninja shit? We're half yeah. into this thing for all the cool fucking ninja shit. Yeah. Movies about nobodies. A bunch of fucking nobodies. Well, they never even had their toys. Guy. 
Why was the Masters of the Universe set on Eternia? It was set at a fucking chicken shack. Yeah. What a year of disappointment 1987 was. I want to go back and watch the Rise Serpentor Rise. Okay. That's my G.I. Joe the movie. Uh, two ninja stars for this thing. This is all I'm giving it. Two? Give me the G.I. Joe movie bad. that this movie started as. I want to see the fucking big fight at the Statue of Liberty as the end of a real fucking movie. That looked awesome. Yeah, like, everybody redoes everything to make a couple dollars these days. You can't tell me. They're bringing back 90s X-Men. Bring back 80s G.I. Joe. Somebody can't make the fucking whatever was going to be the original. Release the Snyder Cut. Pretty much, yeah. I agree. I've been saying it. Yeah. Saying it about everything. Release the Snyder Cut. Release the Larry Snyder Cut. Mm. 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 Uh, All right. Yeah, we did it. That's uh, we did it. And fucking, uh, this is an interesting. Uh, I like the movie uh, less than you. Fucking uh, yeah. first movie. What was the first movie of the month? I remember it was the opposite way. Uh, you liked it. It was a real treat. It was the fucking uh, Bruce fucking Chuck Norris kicking oh, Frankenstein's yeah, right. dick. You liked that one a lot more. Well, I guess I maybe like that's that just a. Uh, you're liking the movies more than me this month. What did we watch last, last week? Last week it was Gross Point Blank. We kind of agreed on that one. Yeah. Overall, so. I don't know. It's an interesting month. We're I'm having of, a nice time. Yeah, I'm having a nice time. We're, we're chopping it up. A lot yeah. of convo here. A lot of debate. We're doing a movie next week? We're doing a movie next week. Oh. We're going way back. This is may, maybe the oldest movie we've ever done. Uh, maybe we've done something. Yeah, this is probably the oldest movie is we've ever Bambi? done. We're doing a big 50-year anniversary, oh. Matt. 50 years. One of my favorite, uh, spoiler alerts, uh, Western movies of all time. We're going to be talking about a real black and white classic, The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Do they catch him? off April anniversaries. Well, you're going to have to tune in next week after we've watched the movies. And you'll oh, know. This guy always making me do fucking work. Mm. But you don't have to because we're here for no, you. You should watch the movie too. That well, you could. Your enjoyment of the podcast. You can do whatever you want because it's 2022 and I don't pressure people on like something. This is a black lesbian podcast. For made by maybe one day black lesbians for black lesbians. It's on its way. But until then, it's baby oil and it's blow. Stay single. It's a long road when you're on your own. And it hurts when they tear your dreams apart.
You know I cook any. Yeah, do. Pork chop sandwiches. Oh shit! Get the fuck out of here! What are you doing? Go! Get the fuck out of here, you stupid idiot! Fuck! We're all dead! Get the fuck out! My God, did that smell good? Detect it. There's no going, and you tell me do things. I done running. G.I. Joe.